Ready? I'm ready. This is your spiritual podcast station, bringing you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We are live right now in the 1831 studio. My name is Natia Moore. And I'm Anthony Fliggins. And this is Pastor Anthony Said. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. We are in our interim period. That's right. Episode 105. Yes, it is. How about it? Can't complain about that. Yeah, how are you doing today? No complaints. What about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm good, doing very good, well. Good, good. Excellent day. Excellent, excellent, excellent day. Make sure that you are, um, are logged in uh, to Pastor Anthony Says. Share the broadcast. Share the live. Make sure you like, share, and comment. Also, make sure that you check out our YouTube page at Pastor Anthony Said because this is up and running. We have all our new episodes available for you right now. Right now. Right now. So you can come on and yes. uh, get involved and uh, listen, <laughs> critique, yeah. criticize, uh-huh. help, <laughs> support. Yeah. That's right. Send yes. some money. Do something. Yes. You know, be a part of this so we can move forward. And uh, we can do what we got to do. And that's about it. That's good. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let Absolutely. us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your unmerited favor. We thank you for being good, for being God, for being kind, for being wonderful. We thank you for being awesome. For looking beyond our faults and meekness at our need, we thank you for being ever good. You are who you say you are in our lives, and we bless you for this, now and forever. In Jesus' name, give clarity of thought, give understanding hearts, help us to have a meeting of the minds. We thank you in Jesus' name, amen, and amen. Amen. Good, amen. good, good. How amen. your day? Your day was okay, you say? My day was great. I had good. a restful day. Got okay. to get some things done. Okay. Um, I was off today, so it was a, that's it was a, a that, great. That's, that's make it a good day when you're excellent off. Excellent. Huh? Okay. Day. Yeah. Okay, Definitely okay. was an excellent day. Yeah. My day. My day started off kind of busy. Okay. Uh, sometimes, sometimes uh, you, hit, you hit the ground running. So it was those. It was that kind of day. And then uh, after that, it sort of mellowed out. And um, yeah, so I'm good. I'm fine. You know. That's good. Was it a typical Monday or typical Monday? Considering where I am in my life right now, it's okay, a, you know, um, I'm trying to do the best. I'm not trying to do anything. I am doing uh, what I can do to. Mm-hmm. I hear a little I static a little too. Buzz. Yeah, I hear a little buzz as well. Straighten out my cords. Yeah, hold on one second. Because I didn't hear it till you started. One, two, three, four, seven. It might be good. There we go. There we go. And so it. it um, I was going to. Um, yeah, where 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 I am in my life right now, um, I'm happy to take advantage of a lot of, of all of my days, all seven days, Listen. and I need eight. <laughs> you know, right. I, I need eight. I think I was telling my I was telling my wife not too long ago about you know about uh, about studies in African and African spirituality and you know how the um, how a lot of our traditions within the Christian faith was bothered from those practices. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was telling her is that the original time, our original time was 360 days a year. Okay. 360 was a full cycle, 360. Okay. So when somebody says, you know, I did a 360, they turned all around, you better duck because they mean they're coming back for you. Mm. You know, so when you really turn around in life, you're doing a 180. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. about face. Mm-hmm. But if you go all the way back around again, you know what I'm saying? You're doing a 360. So there's the 360 and you, you, you look at these things, and I was trying to tell her that 360 days a year, and I would tell her that I know that in order for it to be 360 days a year, there had to be nine days in a week. Okay. The week had nine days in a week. 
And I would tell her this is because, yes, because uh, July and August was actually added to the calendar. July and August is not the original time. How do you know? Because July, it means Julius, Julius season, and August is Augustine season. So before Julius and Augustine, there was no, you know what I'm saying? There were only 10 months to a year. Yeah. And how do I know this? It's because September, Siete. You get what I'm saying? So when you said September, we're looking at the ninth month, but it's really the seventh month. Okay. October is Ocho, which is eight. Mm-hmm. We call it the tenth month, but it's really the eighth month. November is Nueve, which we think it's the eleventh month, but November, Nueve is mm-hmm. number nine. And December, Diaz, Dese, ten, we call it twelve. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That's it. Clarify. So, yes. Yeah. So I'm trying to tell everybody, y'all not as old as y'all think y'all <laughs> So, y'all, well, I need everybody just to act. I need everybody to calculate all the years that you've been born. <laughs> it's not hard calculation. Mm-hmm. And then take two months off of every year. Okay. And that's your real age. There you go. That's nice. <laughs> that's your real age. That is exactly. your, your real age. So, you are actually, oh, my, could take two months off of every year, and that's your real age. So, when you say black don't crack and you Listen. still look good and you still feel young, Cause that's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It is so, a real thing. Yeah, no, yeah, so a lot of people, not people, yeah, people take that. One. They don't take anything else. I say they're gonna take they that. Take that. Ooh. <laughs> take a couple they years take off. That. They take that. <laughs> one. So that's your original age, and that's and that's how we got our three hundred sixty days per year. Um, yeah. And so okay. I say all that to say that I need my nine days in a week back. <laughs> Let's work on that. <laughs> once you get nine days, you're going to want ten. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Hey. You hear that voice, y'all? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we got a guest in the building. <laughs> Good friend of mine, Sharina Edwards, is in the building. Yes. Yeah, old friend of mine. And uh, we, we, we have, um, I asked, we were talking maybe about, I guess, at my mother's uh, back, back to school, school event. event. So my mother has an annual back to school event. Um, and she having about it's been about how many years now? Oh. 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was really, it's really serious. We've been doing a good work. Somewhere in between there, and I get my years mixed up. And um, so, big shout out to uh, Miss May and CBS Daycare. Yes. They give her a shout out. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh, yes, right. Yeah, right in Baltimore, Maryland. And um, and 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 um, we were talking about you know life and life situations and how we handle life and what we do in life and what does it mean to go about life as an adult and the decision that we had to make even though um they may not be what we call quote unquote popular and some decision that we make we have to make them in solitude and in silence mm-hmm. it's one thing to say it's one thing to to, do, to make a decision while you by yourself it's another thing to make a decision while you by yourself and you can't talk to anybody else, oh, especially they- <laughs> yourself. Because when you start talking to yourself, like, wait a minute, did I just make this decision? So you, sometimes you can't even, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. can't even open up your mouth and say some of the things that you have decided to do because it don't make sense to you, yeah. but your spirit knows something. Exactly. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to be silent and in solitude, both at the same time. And, True. and um, you got to be careful because in those moments, those inner demons start speaking. 
Mm. And you have to start listening to your better angels. Exactly. And uh, you have to make wise decisions. So we had that conversation, and mm. we had prayer. We had, and then um, I told her, hey, we come on. And then she said, we got to come to the podcast. Yeah. So me and my cousin <laughs> going to come to the podcast because we got to let it out. We got some stuff to talk about. Okay. It is what it is. Life going to do what life going to do. I said, okay, guess what? We are in our interim period. We are inviting Perfect guests. Perfect timing. We, yeah. are, we, are, we are actually uh, upgrading our system so we can better serve our community. And, um, yeah, so we, we plugged her in. She's in. I called her one She's week. In. I called her about two weeks. I said, hey, you on Monday. She said, when? I said, Monday coming. And let's go. <laughs> and so that's where we are. So, yeah, that, this is our recording days on Monday. Yes. But we post on, Sat- on Tuesday. uh, Tuesdays. Yes. Thank you. Post on Tuesdays. And um, we're moving forward. All right, Sharina. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy to be here. Hello happy, happy. everyone. Good. I'm super nervous. <laughs> okay. No worries. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Well, I am Sharina Edwards, as okay. you know, a.k.a. Country, Big Country, Sunshine. Okay. <laughs> Who else? I'm Sugarfoot. I have several names. Okay. You just need to catch me and see which one you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm representing my shirt right now, Perfectly Imperfect. We started a youth program. I also have a daycare, but I really want to get our youth program out there. We are in the ground part of it where yeah. – um, me, um, Myself and my partner, Patrick, he's not here. He was going to come today. He had to work. Um, we're um, with our board members. We are, you know, getting everything together. So okay. we do have our 501c3. We want to work with children. Wow. We decided to work with school age, you know, because I do have a daycare. So we'll re- get them to move up into the program that way. Nice. Um, just to give back. I have a safe haven for children. I was definitely one of them kids that um, felt like the outcast or the black sheep of the family, per se. Okay. And I feel like I attract a lot of people like that, too, that, you know, just feel like they are different. Okay. Or um, they're not as close to their family as they was. So I'm, I created my own family, as you <laughs> can nice, say. That's nice. Wow. <laughs> That's nice, So yeah. I just want people to have somewhere they can come and just be themselves. You know, okay. a lot of times in life we feel like we can't be ourselves. Absolutely. We can't be our authentic self. Mm-hmm. And um, people criticize you a lot. And I've definitely went through a different phases in life and people like Anthony who has been through a couple of phases accepted me who I am and a lot of times people don't have that and that's why a lot of times kids be committing suicide or they feel like they going crazy because they can't talk to anyone right so I want them to have that place where they can come and just be them even if they as people say bad which I don't like to say or they you know do too much or mm-hmm. they hyper or whatever you don't like using any of those words no so what word would you because use? Because I was always. <laughs> I don't really like those words. What words? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Come on, what's the replacement? What are the, re- what are the, what are the replacement words? So what are the replacement words? It so negative. Like, I was the hyper kid. I talked too much. So, you know, you don't want to feel bad about who you are. You're trying to figure out who you are. So, I Luke, agree. So what are the replacement <laughs> um, words? Energetic. Positive. Energetic. Yes, you can um, use positive words. Talkative. Yeah, and look, them talking to people become people who come on the radio, or (laughs) exactly, you know, (laughs) they like to talk. You gotta give them tools. Like, okay, you like to talk here. Take this mic. Let's see what you guys say. Yeah. Or if you hyper, go flip on a trampoline or something. They could be a burn some of that energy energy Mm -hmm. off. Like, just show them different ways they can use what everybody view as negative into a positive. Absolutely. I All right, know. with a name, imperfect. Perfectly imperfect. imperfect. And yeah. I think that. Where did that come from? Okay. It was that birth. Because I felt like that we're all imperfect in some way. We all have flaws. We all have stuff that's, um, you know, going on with us. And at the end of the day, we are perfect in our own way. 
Okay. So I'm imperfectly perfect. Okay. You get it? You are imperfectly perfect or perfectly imperfect? Perfect, yes. Which one? Perfectly Perfectly imperfect. (laughs) Yes, I'm perfectly imperfect. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. And that's where it was. And that's that's where. where, Yep. It came from you? I was going through a phase and I wanted to um, figure out why I'm, I'm, I'm the way I am. Okay. And that's where it started. How old? How old were you when you started going through this phase? Forty. Okay. Wait a minute! Stop. So serious. This is real. Yes, I, I started like. Wait, 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 wait. How wait, old are you now? That's what I'm about 42. to say. <laughs> so she, okay. So she, I really like, went on a journey. Like are right you before still in I this was phase? turning forty, I was like, "Why am I the way I am? What made me me?" And I had to go back to my childhood and think about mm-hmm. all the stuff and mm-hmm. unpack all of that. Are you still in this phase? I don't think so. You out of the phase? I really feel like I. I feel like I'm grown out the state phase now. You're I, growing out. Yes. I so feel what was better the, now. What was the phase like? Was the phase like figuring like the phase was really figuring out to who know you are? Who I was okay. Yep, and I just asked myself that question, wrote it down. What was the question? Who am I, and okay. why am I the way I am? Because okay. it was just little stuff about me that I just wanted to figure out. Like, why do I do certain things, or yeah. why am I this way? And I just started thinking about when I was a kid and what made me be who I am. Who and are what, you? I feel like me. I, you, um, I mean, you wrote it down, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't write down. What was on the page? <laughs> what was on the paper? <laughs> that question. That was it. That was the only thing that was on the paper was okay. that question. What, was that, what were the answers? What did but you the write? The answers was I am outgoing. Mm-hmm. I like to have fun. I'm very, I um, am open arms with people. I've always been that way mm-hmm. where I could just, I haven't had a friend I haven't met. I feel like oh, wow. I can walk up to a stranger and start talking to them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that had changed because so many people told me it was wrong mm. or criticized how I was. And I wanted to get back to that person. I was always the one to turn the other cheek, even when somebody did something wrong with me. And I mm. felt like I was becoming angry and bitter. Yeah. And I wanted to be light as a feather again. I wanted to be a light being. That's what it is. Okay. I want to be able to, if I walk up to you, I want you to feel my presence and I'm, help you somehow or mm-hmm. make you happy or put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, especially when I moved up here. Woo. Okay, where are you from? Where are you from? Because <laughs> I was about to say, tell us about the name Big Country when you're oh, done. I'm cause... from Epimax, Virginia. <laughs> say what? Epimax, Virginia. Ep- <laughs> say it again? Yes. Epimax, Virginia. I know, say it again. Epimax, Virginia. Oh, Epimax? Yeah, A-P-P-O-M-A-T-T-O-X. I know. I, I, I knew no one knew what she was saying. That's what I said. Keep saying apple it again. Apple, apple, like, Say it again. It? People were saying apple face, apple ways. Oh. I knew. I wow. knew. Say it. Say it one more time. Appomattox, Virginia. Appomattox. How far is that from Maryland or Washington, D.C.? Three hours, four hours, wow. depending on which way you go. How many people is in this town, country, county? I don't remember. Really? It's a big But I just know that everybody that I went to school with, we all graduated together. Oh, we so all small, still friends. Oh, it's so a small wow. town. Small town. You know, they town. know you by your last name. Oh, that's such and such grandchild. Yeah, yeah. They okay. don't know you. They yeah. know your family. family. <laughs> wow. wow. I've never heard of that part of Virginia. Yeah. So they said it's where Lee Grant surrendered. Oh. Okay. So that's the only thing, yeah. Okay. Wow. We got one jail, one courthouse, <laughs> wow. one wow. elementary school, yeah. one, you know. Yeah. When did home. When did you move from home? Um, when I turned 19, I had no money. I bought a bus ticket and was like, I'm out of here. Sharon, my cousin, who I was going to, wanted to come on here, uh-huh. told me one day when she came down there, you should come to Baltimore. And I was like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I'll take you up on that. <laughs> I'll take you up on that. <laughs> and you literally and went I and bought that. Did it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, and I came here. Oh my gosh. It was definitely a transition. I, Don't make people, I used to speak to people. I used to get lost for hours. People would not speak. I got banged in my face. I got, mm. oh my gosh. I just go through. None of my friends wanted mm. to go anywhere with me because they felt like <laughs> I just had this target on my back. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> so, so it wasn't like that in the country? No. When you go down there, people always waving at you, speaking to you. So it was like it's different that. coming here and you are from there. And then people just looking at you, frowning, and you speaking to them. And they act like... What are you talking to me for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear a lot of people from out of town say that when they come to Baltimore, initially is like the worst experience. It is. Because no, they think we're not friendly and, you know, like you said, we don't speak and things like that. And the air is terrible. I broke out. I yeah. got Really? Sick. People come to yeah. They sell airs of great quality. Our water. Uh-huh. I broke they out. I thought they said the air. I have a lot of asthmatic cold. patients. Here? Yes. Wow. I have a lot of uh, respiratory patients that come, come here and in. say they came here because of the air quality, but wow. maybe compared to where they were. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I did. I yeah, hear so all the time. I think in 2000, and if I'm not mistaken, 2010, mm-hmm. as we 2020, what were we at, 23 now? 23. I think like 2010, we were like the fifth meanest, <laughs> the meanest uh, city in America. Not the meanest. Meanest, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we were like the, the fifth meanest. meanest. Let's call it the fifth meanest. This is like a thing. Like we were the fifth meanest city. Like oh, this city just Baltimore. don't speak to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think Baltimore like that because it's Baltimore true. is so competitive. Yeah. That's why Baltimore mm-hmm. is very competitive. And so since Baltimore is competitive, you know, it's it, 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 some people just don't uh, sort of speak because you got so much, so much, so many jewels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. much treasure in one place. And we call it crabs. But again, it's treasure in one place and all this treasure. We seem not to have enough for um, uh, I guess to celebrate within each other because mm-hmm. we feel like that we are actually taking something away yeah. from ourselves. It's true. Honoring someone else or speaking to someone else. And that right there sort of just leaks into everything else and in the way we relate to each other. But that's what's Baltimore. Baltimore. But there's some good people here. Oh, yeah. Once you get to know the people. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of good people here. Once you know, break the ice. You know, so <laughs> yeah. you know how I see Baltimore? I call Baltimore the nutcracker city. There you go. Okay. That's what I call Baltimore. I call that. Baltimore a nutcracker city. Mm-hmm. If you mind your business, you're okay. But if you act like a nut, they're going to crack you. Okay. I call Baltimore, if you act like a nut, <laughs> All right. this city's going to crack you. There you have and it. So, but if you mind your business, stay to yourself, stay on your grind, stick to your people, you're going to be okay. That's Baltimore. I think yeah. it, some people can make it. I know my grandmother used to be like, why don't you come home? Why are you putting yourself through this? Right. <laughs> why are you putting yourself yeah. through this? <laughs> did, it, did it continue for a while? Like, or did I mean, it get, you when know did it get how better? everybody go through different things. I had good moments in bed. Okay. But I, I learned a lot water? here. Yes, yeah, drink a little go sip. Go ahead, take your time. Take a little sip. It's not the nerves, is it? It's the air quality. <laughs> Which it's one is it? We got the ceiling fans <laughs> on. It's the air we quality. We trying to circulate. Did we need to cut the air conditioning off? No. Yeah. You sure? Is it? Yeah. You let us know now. We're going to make right. you comfortable. <laughs> take, take, it, get, take a moment. You, you at home. As a matter of fact, we can go to a break real quick. You want to go to a break? We can go yeah. to Let's a go to a break. break. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. All right. This is your spiritual podcast station. Be sure to check out all new episodes of Pastor Anthony Said every Tuesday. Episodes are available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere that podcasts are available. Episodes are also available on our YouTube channel at Pastor Anthony Said. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe today. We love you and thank you for loving us.
This is your spiritual podcast station, Pastor Anthony said, and we are excited to bring you Lunch at Truth Cafe. Introducing Lunch at Truth Cafe every day. Come in for all your truth favorites, plus new cheesy tacos, ribeye savory melts, and delicious burgers. Over seven lunch combinations starting at just $6.99. Truth Cafe, make sure you come in for lunch with us. We'll see you there. Peace and Love Yoga Studio is here for you. Located at 5001 Harvard Road, Sweet C, Baltimore, Maryland. Peace and Love Yoga Studio is calling all beginners and caregivers in any capacity. That's right, all parents, healthcare workers, and teachers. Our studio is a place of restoration and oasis for you. Peace and Love Yoga Studio offers in-person classes every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. with special drop-in rates of just $30. Yoga mats are available for you to rent. Other services include private yoga sessions and private Reiki sessions. Peace and Love Yoga Studio offers so much for you, and we look forward to practicing with you. Call or text 410-814-1386. That's 410-814-1386. Or contact us on Instagram or Facebook at Peace and Love Yoga 333. Namaste. We'll see you soon. Yes, yes. Listen, Pastor Anthony said is officially taking advertisements. If you want your business or your product advertised, make sure you um, email us today at Pastor Anthony said at gmail.com. Yes. Good, good, good. All good. right. Let's All right. see. We back. Are we okay? We okay. That's, <laughs> that's what you get for talking about Baltimore. Yeah, he was the, trying the, to kill the, me. Yep, yep, yep. Home of the wire. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you get. I don't think I want to share any more stories. No, 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 no. That's it. No, no, no. So how was life in the country? Oh my god! And when did, and how old were you? You said nineteen when you came up here. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so what is your ring? What's the ring? Pre Baltimore. Oh, just what, who are you? Pre Baltimore. Tom girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Definitely a country baby. I grew up on a farm: chickens, horses, pigs. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Your family had a farm. I mean, we had. I, to me, it felt like a farm because we wow. had like thirteen cats. We had like forty six pigs. What we had chickens? We had. <laughs> I've a never horse. met anyone. My horse name was Dolly. Like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> like we used to garden. I really don't remember my grandma really going to the market like that because I was taught to kill everything. a chicken. You know. You know how to break a chicken neck. Yeah, she took me out there, okay. and she was like, she had this big fire. And let, let us hit, let Can us, you walk us, us to the process? <laughs> <laughs> for all the Chick-fil-A babies <laughs> look, and the KFC babies. how your chicken died. And the Papa babies. Come on. This is let, how your chicken died. Well, she didn't Please. pop the chicken axe. She took this. She had this little piece of wood. She took okay. an axe. And uh, you know axe. that little saying where you run around here with your... She she like a head yes, cut off. That's yeah, yeah. literally what they do. Okay, so what happened? They, she chopped his head off, and then she was like, you got to fo- follow it. And it just ran around with his head cut off until he finally died. Wow. <laughs> and then we pick it up by, by his feet. Then you huh? take it to the water. You dip it in that hot, hot water, and you got to start plucking the feathers. Let's keep on going. 
Oh, oh my god. So wait, not wait, I got a question. So when you first when you when you pick out the chicken, like how you know which chicken you gonna go with? Like No, you just, see my grandma picked it out. So okay. it was like she knew which one was like the fully grown ones. And then I had okay. to get up early in the morning before school and get eggs. Like we had to do wow. all of that. Feed the chickens, feed the horses, feed the cows, feed the pigs, you know. So Wow. I, my grandma grandfather taught my sister how to shoot a gun at like twelve. Okay. Oh, they said this is some buzzing we going on. It's hard to hear. What they oh, say yeah. is buzzing going on? Some buzzing going on and hard to hear. Okay. Definitely a country girl. Let us see. Let's see what we got going on Let here. Let us see. We are, we are in our interim period, so we are working on this thing. And so we're trying to get this thing together. Yeah, see, we'll, see. See, we'll, see what we got here. But yeah, like, shout out to all the hardworking, you know, chicken uh, farm, chicken farm killers. people. <laughs> chicken killers. <laughs> pig killers, too. You know, you got to shoot a pig between his eye. I'm here, right here. Really? Yes. Oh, you must all the meat up. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. My sister still hunts deers, and she sent me a picture one time. Her husband had the deer strung up in the garage, and they was going wow. to work. And I was like, wow. I ain't doing all that kind of work no more. Wow. Oh, that is that is some. Then you got everything off, but we still on. How we? How we? Oh, we still on. We still on. We just yeah, trying, just to, trying to work just it trying out. Just trying to fix it. Just cool. I think it's just like the tightening. I think everybody should appreciate the market. What you mean by that? Because we had to get our chickens from the chicken coop. We had to kill our meat. My grandma used to put meat in the attic in the wintertime. I'm, I'm taking if it, if, it, if it's from if your country, you can we appreciate to, that. I mean, yes. Uh, you know? And we had to, um, like, when she made tea, I used to know which, go in the woods, go find the certain tree trunk that I had to dig up and uh-huh. get the roots for her tea or mint leaves or just anything. Wow. But I do. At first, I hated it. Especially okay. growing up like that. Yeah. But then, as I'm older now, I appreciate it because my work ethic is, like, good. <laughs> what are they saying that about? We, we working on it. Oh, we just work, he working on it. Yeah, just keep going. Okay, okay. It's okay. getting better. All right, all right, all right. We're still working on it, everybody. So, Shereen, that's who you were. Pre, this is who you were pre-Baltimore. Yes. So, coming to Baltimore, um... But y'all did have supermarkets and stuff like yes, that. All those things absolutely. were available. Oh you yeah. Know? And could you drive before you come up before you came up here? I was driving before we get our license in. So what's different from down there to here? Y'all have to pay to go to school and stuff like that. Driving right. school. Like when we get in tenth grade, it's part of PE. Part of what? Part of PE. It's PE slash driver education. For real? Yes, in school. So you wake up early okay, and, when you're in tenth grade, you and, go to school early. In your public schools. Yes. Hold on, repeat that because I just got back in the conversation. <laughs> I we back, everything's so, all clear. Yeah, all I right. was just shocked when I came up here and everybody like, you got to go to driving school, you got paid for it. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like, it was part of PE. It was part of PE. Yes. To do what? Go to drive. That's PE really? is public education or physical education. Um, Which one? Physical education. It like was gym. part of PE, like gym. Yeah, so you wow. went to gym or you went the second quarter of your semester in school yeah. you go to... It was, head. Head. Yeah. it was part of the system. That makes part sense. of the system. Wow. makes sense. But you got to think, everything down there is so far. That I'll probably be driving, driving like y'all 20 was like, miles okay, that's to right. Get to that's something. right. That's so you right. You got to learn to drive. Because y'all drive that's real right. young, right? That's right. <laughs> yes. Like seven. We be driving. Yeah, you know, we had a wagon, so I'm already driving a horse, so I could drive yeah. a car wow. or a tractor. <laughs> so, yeah, you learn to drive early. Oh. This is interesting. I, oh, okay. I mean, I Just like up here where you got to get elected into a school for, um, like, culinary arts or child care, mm-hmm. that's a part of our, like, high school. 
When oh. you get to high school, you get to pick what elective you want to be in. And wow, like you, what vocation and all of that. Yeah, stuff? And wow. it becomes a part of your classes, and then you graduate with your certificate. It's kind of just weird that if you don't, and just think about kids who really just good at that stuff, mm-hmm. and they're not good at the other stuff, and you don't get elected into a school that has what you want to do. You think school is boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you only go for that trade. Right, right, And it right, makes it right. fun when you get a good grade in that trade and stuff like that, but then when you can't go to a school that has your trade, it it's like, yeah. what am I going to school for? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. not everybody is a school person. That's right, that's right. That's so it. it was good to graduate with my child care mm-hmm. certificate mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and still my diploma too as well. I think the world is now is waking up to that. I yeah. think for so many, I think uh-huh. for so many years, you know, the, the the general consensus was, you know, you go to school, you go to college, mm-hmm. you come out, and you get a job, you know what I'm saying, or a career, mm-hmm. you know, when you call it a career, I call it a career, you know, you get a career or a career, and then you take that, and then you know, that's your life right there, do yeah. the best you can, the sort of, the sort of, uh, I guess, jump into the middle class, and if you're lucky enough to work hard, you'd be in the upper class, but not too many up there, but you know, a good decent, and I think that is what um, the world was looking at for many years. I believe that around 2000, somewhere around that, the boom of the internet, things started changing. Things started changing. And people started looking at life a little bit different. And people started saying, hey, a lot of people that go to school for a certain subject does not have the career Mm -hmm. in the subject they went to school for. And you know what I'm saying? That they don't have a career in that subject. So people looking like, wait a minute, is this a good or bad investment? And people stopped looking at status as you're being an intellectual. Status is not no longer, you know what I'm saying? Status was one thing, you know, you wanted to be the one to talk smart mm-hmm. and to look educated. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That yep, was a mark true. of status. Now, money. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like, hey, man, we don't care how many words you know. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? 500,000 words in the English language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean anything if you cannot pay that cellular bill. You know what I'm saying? So you're something like you're smart for no reason. Well, I mean, they, <clears throat> I feel like the system is creating dummies anyway. When, when Where did fail, that come from? Because I know of kids who failed classes or failed for the year, and they still get bumped up because there's no child left behind. You're talking about something thing. different. But I'm just saying that came along. That that came. That no child uh, left behind came along with. Um, oh man, what's the president name with 9/11 guy? Uh, Junior Bush. Bush Junior. Is it Bush oh. Junior? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Bush Junior. He came along and started that no child left behind. But it's thing. setting our kids up for failure. It, that did set our children up for that. That did set our children up for failure because it allowed them um, to sort of graduate, push them through the system. Yes, it pushes them mm-hmm. through the system. It pushed them through the system. I believe that education today in America is a is, is a has a bureaucratic tone to it. Mm-hmm. I don't really believe it's about educating our children, but I think it's more about competing with the world. And what the world is, uh, and the world's, and the world, I guess, uh, the next generation of whoever's that's whatever. Because when you look at America, they'll say stuff like, you know, our children's math uh, scores are at this level. Uh-huh. But, then they, they, but then they take our children's math scores, and then they measure it with China's, yeah. the kids in China math scores. Mm-hmm. And then they leave it right there. But you got to look at the fine print. And here's the fine print. The fine print is... They measure our children with China's best and China's brightest. They don't take all of China's schools and measure those standards with mm-hmm. America's schools. 
They take China's top schools and measure that with America's, with all America's schools. Hence, therefore, you'll be able to be bureaucratic and say, America needs this kind of money in the mm. education system in order to keep our kids in the competitive global society. Mm. And that's what we're looking at right now. And so it's kind of weird when you look at the fine print, but yeah. we got to kind of not look at what you see on the screen. Mm-hmm. And you know that there is something behind everything always, that's said right. and seen. Absolutely. Right. So when they talk about, so everybody who listens to me, when they talk about our children can't compete with the world, don't y'all believe that. Don't believe it. They are measuring America's children with the world's best, mm. which is an unfair. However, the advantage is it, it becomes bureaucratic. And then you can put um, policies in place mm-hmm. from which you can finance a certain system or a certain way of um, educating our children. You can get the actual, you can get the, um, with the Bill Gates involved okay. and stuff like that so that our children will be able to compete on a global scale. At the end of the day, we are the ones that are making the most and creating the most and having them. We are the country of ideas. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And basically it's the system. Mm-hmm. It's the system that's in place. And what system am I talking about when dealing with education? The creed, the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. That right, that's that, that right there. When you're looking, when we're looking at life and we're being educated and looking at life, we're not looking at life just to be smart. We're looking at and teaching our children. We just don't want you to be smart. Y'all got to be rich, mm-hmm. prosperous. Yeah. So America has a lot to do with business and business venture and open up big businesses and starting into starting things. And you yeah, know what I'm saying? We, we, are, we are in that. That's what America is built on. Mm-hmm. Sort of an idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a corporation. It's a corporation. Yes, it's a, exactly what it is. You go somewhere else in the world, man, they, you know what I'm saying? It's not it, it, all of that um, pressure of trying to get somewhere. Here goes another word, the American dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you want to live the American, American dream. dream. Yep. And say, what's the American dream? To own your own house. What's the American dream? To live here. What's the, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they tailor your life to be that because that is what America is built upon. Yeah. People came here to get away from everything, to make exactly. money, to be and above. Still, still and coming. still coming for yeah. those same things. So it was built on that, and the education system follows those standards. For sure. And yeah, so it's a little different. So no child left behind is a real thing, but they have already they are they're pretty much telling you that your child will be left behind and they ain't got no chance at this. Mm. That's crazy. What we're saying is, uh yeah. We can still or people that those that does not have that level of education that the higher schools have or the so-called better schools have, those children are still have the opportunity to be wealthy and be rich. Mm-hmm. And that's the change of the internet and all these things and these ideas and the Silicon Valley. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, mm. th- that do you know, <clears throat> prime example, um, in, in East Coast is brick and mortar. West Coast is, you know, computers and laps, you know, and iPhones and all that stuff like that. It's a different. It's different. That's why they call it the Pacific Ocean, uh-huh. where Pacific is calm to pacify. You know, so and that's why the Pacific Ocean. We over here on the East Coast, Atlantic Ocean. That's where we are right now, uh, building off Atlantis. But we'll deal with that another day, another time. So, brick and mortar over here. Hard work, grind, getting real estate. You know what I'm saying? Family mm-hmm. business every day. Get out there, New York. Get out there, rush out there, get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so if you hustle. look at, at hustle, you look at New York, but you look at LA, it's a different story. L- LA, LA, is, LA, don't ha- L- LA is not seen as the hustle city. Mm-mm. 
Now, easy to see that you go when I mean, you, you make something. Yeah. yeah, but that hustle and grind that get out every day and walk past somebody without speaking mm -hmm. because you just try to get to the next thing, you know, that's that New York life. That's it right there. But, but think times are changing. You know that little that guy that was maybe like maybe about four. I'm gonna let you have the mic after this. But that, remember that guy. Right. Remember that guy that that he's I don't know where he's from. He's a black guy, but he would do the um the TikToks and the reels, and he would show somebody do something complex, and he go like this, and he just go like this. I it's really a watch yeah TikToks yeah. You know what I'm like talking that. about, right? What's his name? Uh, Kirby. I don't. Y'all think his name is? You know what I'm talking about, right? All he do is like this. So somebody would try to, um, I guess, put on a pair of shoes, and they would do, and they would do it like jump off of a, they would jump off of a chair and jump inside their sliders, and oh, they would, and they I would fall, and and, and what he would do is he would just step up and just put both of his feet in the sliders, <laughs> and like, that's it, like mm -hmm. it's not that complicated. Not He's a millionaire, mm. and all he did was show a millionaire. Right. So basically, created event like all he did was show. Simple ways to do hard stuff. To do, <laughs> and he's a millionaire. And here am I preaching, saying, <laughs> giving all my money away, <laughs> acting like Jesus, yes. helping out the community. You know what I'm saying? Listen. I can't get a plaque on my birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. I That's how it be. And so, you know, it's the Those funds times have changed. Correct. Times have changed. And so now we got to do a different way in our education system because things are just changing. We're living in a changing yeah. world, but that's serious, though. But I feel yeah, like um, school prepares you for work, to be an employee. Okay. Because it makes you come there at a certain time. You get, you change, basically, like shifts. You go to different classes at a certain time. Mm -hmm. You got to be at lunch at a certain time. And then the reward is your report card. Okay. When you do the work. So it teaches kids to just be punctual, to clock in at a certain time, be there. Mm -hmm. If you tardy, you get a note. You get it prepares you to young, yeah. Yeah, it prepares you early just to work. It doesn't prepare them to be creative and, you know, think outside the box. Mm -hmm. You have to do exactly what's going on in this school. You got to dress a certain way. You got to come. Everybody come together. It's just almost working in a warehouse. It is. A factory. <laughs> a factory. <laughs> a <little laughs> so, conveyor belt. <laughs> and I feel like in our school, like, we had home ec. We had... Um, wood workshop would used to build mechanics. Yeah. They used yeah, to work yeah, on cars yeah, in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. It taught kids to work with their hands and trade. We had business on one end of the school where they could learn about business if that's something you're into. Mm -hmm. And a lot of kids, you don't know what they're into because we're not tapping into that part of them. Mm. We're just making them go to school, get them grades, because if not, you're in trouble. And they don't really like school. I've been talking to elementary kids who do not like school. Mm -hmm. And, and then around that time, you post that. That should be the fun. Yeah. Elementary, mm -hmm. you should be having fun every day. But then kids are getting picked on. They're getting bullied. There's so many fights. And then, like you said, it's just not catered to their interests to a certain extent. Mm. So it's kind of just wow. blah. Blah. Mm -hmm. yes. That's interesting. Yeah. It's funny because my mother always says that, um, like, she kind of feels sorry for some of the, the our generations because they had um, home ec, like you said, and things like that. And she just felt well-rounded yes, as a woman absolutely. when she came out, even though she decided to, you know, go to college and continue her education. Like, she knew how to sew, sew. cook. She not, yes. She all knew that. It taught you all, all of the, school. yeah, so. So that's basically what I what we want to do with kids. Okay. That's what y'all want to do. Yes. Nice. Because I felt like that's how I grew up. Okay. And that's what taught me a lot of the stuff that I know. You can cook? 
No, we ain't gonna say I can cook. You can't cook? <laughs> I feel like you can this cook. This is the old man. A feel. Cook ain't listen, no feeling. I mean, I just listen, sense it that. Is. I feel like it's cook be ain't something. no feeling. I just, you know, I don't you know feel like I, I can cook. You know, no, I, you you know I know her. Like, so you look like you'll like, sprinkle a little she, something in there. No, I know Sharita. So I threw that out there. Like, in the country and can't cook. Okay. Now, I done watched my girl make everything for scratch. Let us hear it. I did not, listen, I picked up on the other side. I can hammer. You want to build something? Right. Kill a chicken. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was outside with grandpa. Shoot a cow. Shoot a pig. <laughs> the bacon is not Skin a turkey. Yep. I don't know. Which I, but I, I can go get I'm you the sure wood to put in the fireplace. Because, <laughs> you know, we had a wood stove. <laughs> was you cutting? You was chopping wood and stuff? We had to. We had a wood stove. Wow. You know. You just didn't so get real. You, you can clean. Uh, you yeah, can, I can clean, clean your house. Like, I don't know what. That's yeah. my happy moment right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just not the cooking thing. Cooking thing. Yeah. You cannot cook. I was not in the kitchen. Listen, when I first came up here, y'all had so many carryouts. Oh my God, I was like, heaven. <laughs> I, gotta cook. I can go down the street to get me a cheese fish sub. Like, it's the best Chicken thing box. ever, y'all. Salt, pepper, ketchup. Now I'm caught up with me in my old age and it's gut. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't think wow. about that. That's so interesting. So that's, okay. that's, 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 that's something. Can't cook. Okay. But listen, I took the class. I passed. You, oh, you did pass the I class? I did. I got my certificate. <laughs> Which class? The culinary arts. Okay. Yeah. And I took um child care. So you can take two. Really? And graduate with them both. Oh my But you still aren't still able to cook. Can mm-hmm. okay. cook. So what y'all do in the culinary arts class? Like what is they it? They taught you like the basics, like all the different utensils, everything oh, to cook. Okay. And then you know, like for different exams you had to like make certain okay. things. I made a limerine pile, all of oh. that. Now, yeah, but yeah, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> okay. We ain't burning okay. nothing. You're not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've okay. never, so you've never tried Thanksgiving. I, I am. I tell Paige, this is what I am. I am his sous chef. I can chop, prep, clean the kitchen, wash the dishes. You cook it. Mm-hmm. I'll go get it for you. I'll prep you it for it. you. Yes. yes. That's I know what my gift is. Right. <laughs> you gotta know where you're good like at. Pre- what you say, like the prepares, prepares. Yes. <laughs> I can prep it, chop it, get everything you need for it. Mm-hmm. But to put it all together, yeah, I'm gonna leave that for the yeah. Get somebody else to do it. Okay, all right, all right, I get it. Okay, because I can't cook either. I'm, I'm gonna learn how to cook though. I, I really want thing. to. I feel like if I could cook, I could cook like them health. I like chickpeas. Yeah. Well, you can go to a yeah, restaurant and they be go. making like yeah. vegan food with no mm-hmm. meat and stuff. Yeah, it'd be so good. Yes. I just can't cook. You just can't go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Miss can't cook from the country, <laughs> which is a kafufu. It this also a took a culinary arts class. It took a culinary arts class. <laughs> that's right. That's a serious. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's, right. that's serious. You're different. Yeah. Perfectly. And perfectly yeah. imperfect. Yeah. Thank you. My God. Right. Here we right. are. <laughs> all right. Um, so coming, so the, the transition coming up here. So you went through all it down there. You get here, and when you get to Baltimore, uh, and, and, um, I'm uh, notwithstanding everything that you've been through as a woman making that transition. What was the hardest part? I'm not talking about the people not speaking mm. in Baltimore, not having good air. We're not talking about you just cough all over my show and just <laughs> all on the mic. Oh, just, 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 just had to get jokes. yourself together. <laughs> I ain't talking about that. Just jokes. No, but no, but I am saying this as an honest question. What, uh, what was the hardest part for you coming up here and I have to give you, you have to give you some kudos because you had the courage to make a move. Yes, at 19. And certain people wouldn't move at all. Mm-hmm. And so coming up here, what was like the like the hardest part? Like, this is difficult. I think for me, it was like figuring out the stuff I didn't know. Even though I felt like I knew a lot, it was a lot I wasn't taught. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
you know, like how to open a bank account. Okay. Or yeah. about finance. Right. About money. Um, that my family never prepared me for. Right. So um, I learned a lot from people. Like okay. my boss taught me how to open an account when I first got my job. Okay. Which I got like three months after being here. Yeah, kudos. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, it's like and, um, because I was working so much and I was making a lot of money and didn't know what to do with it. Like if I knew what I knew now back then, yeah. I just, just have money just. I was renting cars for months. Wow. Like, like just, because I was working two jobs. One job I got paid every week. The other job I got paid every two weeks. Okay. No, you know what I'm saying? No so responsibilities. Had, right. Like, and. What was you doing with your money? Even, um, like, one time I didn't even know money was missing. Somebody stole money from me. Stole my starter checks. Had mm. written. Yeah, it was just a lot. And my boss really helped me. Jimmy, never forget him. He really walked me through a lot of that. Like, how to, you know, get my bank account straight and budget and. Stuff that I just wasn't taught for real. Yeah. And applying for jobs, too, for real. Like, nobody really walked me through it. I kind of learned a lot on my own. Right. So it was like a transitional learning stuff. Even coming here and not really having nobody, like, walk you through, like, this is where you go, this is where you go. My cousin just was like, look, you ain't come up here to be outside. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. She just gave me that conversation at a table one day. You came here to do something with yourself. So then it was like, okay, let me go out here, and I just walked. Well, you yeah. have a homeless during this, this period? Yes. At one point, I was staying at, like, this lady house and was paying, you know, yeah. her to stay at her house. I had met her up here. And then I moved into it, Tony and them. And, uh-huh. you know, I kind of bounced around a couple. I learned a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, learned a lot. <laughs> so so in, 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 and in that move, you're still finding yourself as a woman? Yes. Yeah, you're still trying, you're still trying to, because um, I guess at this moment, parental guidance is still needed at absolutely. those age. Yes, absolutely. Because people think that we become adults, you know, 19 is still. 19, you need still to. need it. I'm just different. Yeah. I may not, and I say this about my sons, I got two two sons, 19 and 17. Like, I, they don't need a, a quote-unquote daddy, but they do need a coach. Yeah, for sure. They do need a counselor. They do need someone to to guard guide. and to guide, mm-hmm. you know, so, so I become, I, I have to learn how to make that transition and know that I'm not going to get that innocent jolly um, daddy Response. look yeah. when he look into my eyes you yeah. know so what I'm, I'm thankful for go your for father go for it so when I met Bishop you know I feel like he was a godsend to me yeah you know like they introduced me to you know the church and stuff like that because Bishop really helped me like as the dad role yeah even though my father lives here and mm-hmm. I met him like you know was your father's in Baltimore yes Wow, and that was an experience wow. in itself too. This is serious, right? <laughs> like, this is serious. serious. So when you came here, you came with some family here, uh, yeah, cousin you, and my your cousin father. And my father, and you yeah. still had to go okay. through these. Okay, different, yeah, because my wow. father, I really didn't grow up with him, so he ain't know me. I ain't know him, mm. and he couldn't even get my name right. So <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, and I really had to, as a female, learn, knowing that your father is raising a family. And being okay with the fact that he didn't want to raise you, you know, That's like something. going through that. A lot. But I've been blessed with a lot of men. Like um, Pop, he passed away. My um, godmother, mm-hmm. boyfriend, was very influential in my life. And Bishop was definitely, he helped me buy my house when I was 22. Like he wow. really took me under his mm-hmm. wing. To come, to come like, up here at 19 and already buy a house at 22. I bought a house at 22. Yeah. The, the work ethic that she yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. Bishop was like, no, this is what we're going to do. Wow. <laughs> and you had a business. Yep. And then mm. I, that's when I started my daycare. In, in my 20. first wow. house. I was in my 20. I was 22. Yep. I that's went to something. school for nursing. Mm. And then I went for child care. And it just, yeah. Wow. 
Man. Wow, that's great. That's a lot. Serena, that is a lot for a young lady. So you have like a full story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, the kids get tired of me telling them because I be mad at them. I feel yeah. like they lazy. <laughs> <laughs> they are lazy because I feel like at your age, I had about two, three jobs. Full-time jobs. Yes. Right. <laughs> Serena did have three jobs, y'all. I, I, I said, when, and I was like, why are you always on your feet? Mm. I remember that. I remember telling yep. that your feet was hurting, and she was yes, like, "I was going from hurt. one place to another place to the next." I just remember Serena just always Working. on the go. Wow, you know, it's like yeah, just making it happen and moving, mm. and that's what I remember I about question. it. Go for it. So, um, I know a lot of people that like go away to college or go away to wherever. A lot of times, um, what's that? It's not me. That's Is not that? Me. See, that's that's See, the, that's, that stuff, that's that stuff. Hold on one yeah. second. <laughs> it might stop. Get me off. That's all. Okay, go, go ahead. You might need to right. let him know. I'll let him know. Let her know. Um, what was I saying? Okay. Like a lot of times when people go away out of town or to leave home and things like that, um, it's it's normally it can it can either be easy or it can be hard. It seemed like for you it was kind of easy. Was there something back home that you were kind of just ready to get away from? Were you escaping something like, or you just was like, I want to start fresh? Like, what was the thought for a nineteen year old to be like, you know what, I'm just I need to leave this this part of my life. I feel like for me, I've always felt like I was supposed to be somewhere else or in the city. Like okay. even being in the country, I just felt like I didn't belong. I always knew I wanted more. I, it's like a something inside you. I feel like you gotta have. That's gotta drive you, even when you don't have nobody like in your ear, mm-hmm. kind of telling you like to. You got to get up and do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. So I kind of always ventured off anyway on my own. Okay. Even when I had my car, like, if you asked my godmother, like, if one day I felt like I'm gone, mm-hmm. I would, like, disappear on them for three months. Really? Really? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Say that one more time. Yes, my godmother, like. At I home, would, back home. Back home, I would disappear. Where would you go? So I found out my father's side of the family was in Buckingham. I would just go down there. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and then be there so you were like, like very independent yes i just was th- like okay. oh i got my car i have a bag in it i'm gone wow you still like that right now are you still like i it? don't travel like i used to i'm so boring i, like <laughs> I got bored so you don't you don't you wouldn't just jump up now jump, and just no, go no i think about everything now okay because I, like, I don't think i'm boring i just think that i have a family i have business i have you know, other responsibilities. Other responsibilities now. So I can't just jump up and be like, hey, I'm going to go here. Yeah. Wow. Go ahead. Go, so, yeah, yeah. So um, knowing that, um, like you said about your dad or whatever, like I wasn't raised with my father. I'm just wondering, did you, when you came to Baltimore, did something in you, did you have any type of desire to rekindle something with him? Did you think maybe coming here would be an opportunity to get closer? What, what, did you have any expectation for your dad, like with the relationship or anything like that? So he, so... I met my father when I was 13. Okay. My grandmother popped up. I didn't even know he existed. Like, his mother mm. just popped up at my grandmother's house one day and was like, you need to know your father's side of the family type thing. Mm. And then I started going to her house and meeting uncles and aunts and people I didn't even know. And then he was there. He walked past me. I'll never forget it. He walked past me. He looked at me, said hi, and kept it moving. That's never really? saw that's him how, that's again. How you, really? That's how you introduce. Yep. Tell us again. To your day. <laughs> I was at <laughs> my grandmother's house. It was him, his wife, my brother, and my stepsister. Uh. They all came down from Baltimore. He walked out the house. He saw me sitting beside them. I think I had lipstick on or something. And he was like, wipe that off your face. Oh. And that's it. 
That was it. Yep. And then but, I saw him again when I was 16. He was getting married on my birthday. Mm. Wow. My grandmother picked me up out of nowhere. No one bought me a dress. I just rode with them up here mm. to this wedding that I was not in <laughs> like, right. on wow. my birthday. <laughs> like it was there. Yeah. He was kind of like a secret. He was kind of like a secret a little. Like well, like, my father got my had brothers that he okay. that lives up here. I have stepsisters live up here. I was just always the you know the one down there. Okay, I okay. get it. So and as I hear your response. You're laughing at it. I know a lot of people would look at it and start being a little upset. So you have dealt with this. I have dealt with it. I have made my peace with my father. How? It took me a minute. Like when I came up here. I really reached out to him. I was I would catch the bus over his house, and I watched how him and my stepsisters lived mm. and how I didn't raise up like that. They mm. never caught the bus. Mm-hmm. My father done provided mm. for them. They took, like, they had a different life than I did. Wow. You know, and I used to always, at one point I used to be jealous of my sister Tanika because she used to be like me. It was almost like we were the same. Mm. And I was like, dang, he raised them ever since he was four. Like, mm. what was the issue? Like, And I, I always wanted to ask him, but he's one of them people, like, he from the... He from down there too, the country. Mm-hmm. He just came up here, so he real honorary. You can't ask him nothing. Whatever uh-huh. he say goes. You can't really have a conversation with him. So it's just like I just had to make peace with it with myself. Even when he had an accident, and got sick, I was there to take care of him. Wow. I took him to his appointments. I wow. made sure he had his medicine. Wow. He used to come to my house all the time to escape his house half the time, but you know it is what it is. But he don't like because I call him out on a lot of stuff. So y'all don't. Y'all so y'all never had the conversation. Mm-mm. Never. Okay. I, Question this man about. You still alive? Yes. Okay. I question this man about. Um, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> when he used to not get my name wrong, he told me it was my fault. What do you mean? When, oh, when, 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 when he used to get him, your name wrong? Yes. He would not say my name right. And I said something to him one day. I was like, my name is Sharina. And he was like, oh, it's not my fault. You don't come around enough. That's, that's wow. him. So it's just like, uh, oh, and wow. then if I say something to him or correct him or tell him he's doing something wrong, he is not one of them people. So, so you will call him out, though? Yes. And he don't but like it. He don't like it. Mm-mm. So I mean, he'll go and stay away yeah. forever. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean. so, 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 but, but my question to you is, how did you make peace with it? I realized that. And I'm only asking you before perfectly imperfect. Okay, uh-huh. so when I was and going through my journey. for everybody who was listening. Yes. Take when I time. went through my journey. Please tell us. And figuring out who I am, I had to make peace with it because. At the end of the day, I was raised a certain way because of some, someone, and he was raised a certain way. He done went through something, too. And I think we put this, um, our parents on this pedestal, like they not, they supposed to be human perfect, or, or they not yeah. human, or they didn't mm-hmm. have a childhood. And he might not, did the, well, obviously he didn't, do the work to figure out why he is the way he is, or what hurt him. You know, like he just seemed hurt to me. Okay. And I can't stay there. And it's not about him. It was about for me. It was the healing for me. So I just forgave him. He couldn't be there. He he missed out. Okay. It was his loss. It was how you take it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. and I'm not going to um, not be there if he need me. He calls me anytime he needs something. He mm-hmm. need me to take care of something. He'll be like, you know, yeah. that's our relationship. I don't look for nothing more no more. I don't have no high expectations as I did when I first came here. Like, we was going to have this great relationship mm-hmm. and right. stuff like that. And I feel like I'm blessed by the people that God did bless you me with. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Good. Bishop taught me about how a man's supposed to treat a woman and right. open the door for you and stuff like that. Like, I would I would have missed out on all of them great people. Right. 
You know, yeah. so I mean, yeah, yeah, and my father texts me every morning. I was about to ask you. He will not come see <laughs> okay. me, but wow. he will text you. He will, you. Text you. He will what not he say? call like the a phone. morning. Like what he, he will saying? send me like a millionaire's prayer images. <laughs> <laughs> that generation, they will like, send you. The... And he'll say good morning, oh, stuff yes. like that. And he, but he mm. won't have a real conversation. Okay. I will text him back and be like, "How you doing, Dad? You can stop by. You know, you can come to the house. Nothing." Wow. wow. But he will text me good morning. <laughs> and I have okay. look, accepted that. You have that's okay him. with that. Yeah, you have that okay with that. That is just where he at. I that's know that a lot is. of people who really can't deal with the fact that their parents have done something that um they don't agree with or they should have done when they were younger. And what they do is they hold everything against them. I mean hold to the degree that they don't even let their children See the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't even let they don't even let them yeah. see their grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen people like this, and they just cannot let certain things go. But who is it hurting? That's what I'm. That's what. That's where I'm going with it. That's where I'm like, going with it. They just sometimes parents aren't good parents, but they be the best grandparents. grandparents. Yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. true. Because true. they realize they messed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. So they feel like when they have grandkids, that's their over. second chance. Like yeah. you don't yeah. know who I am, you don't know how I was, right. and I'm gonna come in and just show you the best. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when they come that's in with the gifts on Christmas, they're yeah. like, "You ain't bring us nothing on Christmas. Right. Like, you really yeah, got to yeah. get over that real quick." Like, <laughs> like oh, okay. here we go. Yeah, you know, so, so yeah. it's 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 a different dynamic, and I think that um, our families that go through these, the families that go through these things, somebody in the family is going to have to be the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Somebody in the family is going to have to say all of that was yesterday, and we as a family have to start over. Even if you don't say it to the family, you must also sort of um, portray it in how you relate to your family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people will sort of follow that. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. People follow that because there are a lot of things that happen in our past in the family and our family groups that we just don't talk about. We don't want to talk about, and if we do talk about them, they bring up so many old wounds that it becomes a fight. It so becomes I'm a that battle. Person. You okay? Whoa! I am so Let, that person. That's I went, it is. When I went on this journey, I went back home to my aunt and started asking her questions. Really? Yes. My cousin Sean was with me because I want to know why are we? So my mother is schizophrenic and bipolar. God rest her soul. She passed away COVID. Okay. And I feel like that was my baby mm. because I know from the day that I can remember, we've always taken care of her. Okay. You know. Uh, so she was your baby. Yes. I feel like you she raised taught your me mama. to learn to love a person unconditionally. Because you had to love her. Yes. Wow. That is something, Shereen. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't be like a regular mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she was dealing with her stuff. Right. And she used to have seizures really bad. So mm. it was like we were always taught like how to take care of her. She fell out on the floor and started having a seizure. Right. Or if she was having one of her schizophrenic moments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I remember, like, the men she would date, one was holding her hostage. I remember us going to the house trying to get her out. Wow. Like, it was just different things Ooh. that she really taught me. She didn't put me in a headlock, beat me up. Wow. <laughs> so she really gave me that thing to love people just where they are. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, all of their stuff. So when you went down and talked to your aunt? So when I went and talked to my aunt, I really wanted to know if it was, like, um, her, like if it was in our genes. Hereditary. Like, Hereditary. who, because I found out another cousin has it now. Okay. Oh. And it was funny because when I was growing up, my family used to make fun of my mother. And they used to always be like, you know, she was the crazy one. Right. But now to see that other people are now having the same symptoms or yes. going through that, it was like, okay, well, wait a minute. Right. 
who back then was like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, she had told me, well, she didn't want to tell me at first, because you know how families be, like, they yeah, don't want to talk, talk about yeah, they stuff. Like, yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it brings up too <laughs> many old yes. it, it brings up too many really old don't. wounds. And they don't talk about it because it brings up too many old wounds. I'm not going to I'm oh, keeping no, that. And it's a possibility that you have to see the person that wound you. Oh, yeah. hurt you. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, just keep it under the rug, even if there ain't no more room under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Just, 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 we're going to do, if, we, gonna if it's lumpy, it. yeah, just let it be lumpy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but, but it's, it's not good. It's the person on the other side is like, you owe me yeah, this. You, uh, sometimes people feel like that. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, Answer yeah, my yeah. questions. Stories for days. <laughs> so, yeah, so I asked her and she told me that my grandmother, mother, mother, had suffered from depression. Okay. Okay. Back in the day, really bad. So, you know, it just got to guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something that's in it. So, I just pray. I know for me, I pray uh-huh. over my mind daily. Uh-huh. Because just like I was, um, I realized, like, my great aunts had um, Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Okay. And stuff like that. So, it's like, you know, you got to learn your family and where you come from and what they be going through. Because it can affect you later on. Yeah. So, I mean, story of the country. Let's go. My grandfather tried <laughs> to kill my grandmother. Wow. Oh. Wait a minute. Now, 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 let's hear it. Now, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. I wasn't ready for that I one. I know. I was like, okay. I got, you want to talk right. about country stories? Let's go. Let's go. I was seven. Okay. Wow. I was into, I'm a people watcher. Okay. So you watch people. I watch people. Okay. I used to watch. Like you're an observer. I used to sit and watch my grandmother and grandfather. Okay. So I always knew when he was ready to argue. And, I, and you know, in the country, we really, we had one TV. It was that big, huge one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was like black and white. Yeah. <laughs> black and white. Four the legs. black and white, yes. <laughs> yes so, you know, we didn't have cable like yeah. everybody have and all this nice stuff. Mm-hmm. So we had to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to record them arguing. Oh, wow. Really? I like on a tape player? Yes. <laughs> on a little cassette tape. <laughs> you had the one from Home Alone with the... Uh, did you hear that one? <laughs> Did you have that one? No, it I'm was a big one. No. And I was, so I always knew when it was like spread, like some, it was, I don't know what he was going through, but uh-huh. it would be certain times of the month. Mm. And he would like sit in his chair and you could just tell he was just ready to pick with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this yeah. time was like, it went to the left. Wow. And I had it all on tape. Really? The whole thing. Wow. And my sister was on crutches and she could, I got everybody out the house. You did so at seven serious. years old. Yes, I remember wow. I was so mad when we went to court because you know down there they Commonwealth State they gave him the house, they put us out. Wow, mm-hmm. they would not listen to me. I had it all on tape. Wait, but you was in my court grandmother, too? huh? You had something to say in court. I wanted to. They wouldn't let me talk. Wow. <laughs> I guess you were so young, maybe. Wow, wow. He came in there with this white man on his arm. Girl, you know they go gone now. Acting so blind. I was so You're lying to me. I'm so serious. Sounds like that schizophrenic gene might have been. Because he was like legally, they legally he say was he was legally blind, blind. But I'm like, this man told my sister how to shoot. He told us how to build stuff. Like, what? So we came in there like he was blind. Yeah, he came in there with that stick. Oh, they couldn't put him to jail. They was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> He was smart. He, he was. was smart. Oh, my like, God. They gave him the house and everything. Like, For real. Oh, I'm so wow. sorry. This is where you come from. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so was he actually abusive to your grandmother? No, I mean, you know, or they was, was married. They just had arguments. I don't know okay. what was going on this day. 
Okay. But he saw if I saw her giving some food to my uncle, and <laughs> she wasn't paying him no mind either. She was just in the kitchen cooking and had her back turned to him, and he got up and got the gun. And wow. I was just like, oh, this man going crazy. Oh, Lord. And he started shooting it up in the air, oh, he, and I was just like. He oh. actually started shooting? Yes, like you could hear us running up the street on my tape. My sister was cr- crying because she was on crutches. Everything, wow. though, I recorded the whole and I had it for years. Wow. I had this tape for years. Where I, was your mom during this? Um, My mother was in Lynchburg somewhere. In. Okay, so okay, she okay. wasn't actually in the in house. In the house. Yeah, oh, okay, not okay. that house. So okay. a lot of times she used to go to, like, you know, schizophrenic or people with, you know, yeah, 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 okay. mental illness, which is very important that people learn about mental illness. Because a lot of our kids suffer from depression. Absolutely. But she used to have to go into, like, state institution. We had to put her in the hospital okay. for to get her back on track. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, oh yeah! This Sorry. is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's man, quite a bit. this is something. So mm. I'm just saying that people should really like when you try and heal mm-hmm. and try and figure out who you are. You have to go back. You have to like. So that's what made me go back. It made me go back and think about all the different little things right. that I've encountered or went through that made me who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. My family suffered with sugar on my father's Diabetes. side. Yes. Yeah, yeah, diabetes. Right. Thank you. Yes, thank you, diabetes. On my father's side. And um, they they talked about it, but they act like it was a norm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I mean by that is like, hey, it's just, it just what it is. What It's something that we deal with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I never had a problem. At least I don't know, didn't know that. I, you know what I'm saying? That I had a problem with it. I know I enjoyed it. However, I saw how some of my family were conditioning themselves and how they were functioning. And... um how they would just, you know, take insulin pins and I would see these things. Accepting and, it. Yeah, accepting life. it. I was like, like this, you know, I just eat this and put a yeah. pin in my stomach. Yeah. And that's it. Like, whoa. Right. That's not that's it. That's not the norm. And you know <laughs> what I'm saying? That's not the norm. And I used to eat, I remember I used to eat in my, I guess, mid early mid-30s. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, I used to eat sweets for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go through a whole apple pie yeah. in, a, in a breakfast setting mm-hmm. for breakfast. I just had this, I just know that I had this major sweet tooth. When I got to a certain age, I think at 36, I think I see my father started struggling with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and see how he deal with it. The approach he took was the approach he took. And so, but I didn't think is I didn't, I don't think that's the proper approach to take when you are dealing with something and you mm-hmm. know what's in your family. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so... Uh, I then made changes, but I was already making those changes in my life. But those changes I made, I didn't need a doctor to tell me. Mm-hmm. I didn't need a, you know what I'm saying? I didn't need a scare, yeah. somebody to scare me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't need that. You can just see how life is going and start making certain changes within mm-hmm. your life. And I think that that's what a lot of things our family need to do when you said you was observant. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing we need to do when we are around family. We need to observe. One of the things I also watched was my grandmother, God rest her soul. I used to watch my grandmother sit in front of a television, just watch TV. So we would be talking and, and you know, all of us, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and just, just call her mama. Mama just sit there and she just watch TV for like six, seven straight hours and mm-hmm. wouldn't turn it. I'm like, she's not moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wouldn't even go to the bathroom. Wow. This is all day. She six, won't even talk. Hours. Just sit there and watch, watch TV. One day I counted. Like, she's just watching TV. Yeah. So they can do this, be okay, and not move. Not make a move at all. Not, they can do this all day long and just be okay with it. And that's that's kind of, so now I'm watching these, and I'm watching trends of this in my family. Mm -hmm. I'm watching uh, trends. I don't want to say trends. I'm watching these characteristics. 
Yeah. You are my family. And so I watch, like you're observant, I watch all these characteristics. But here is one thing that we talked about not too long ago. Mm-hmm. We said, what is the height of intelligence? And the height of intelligence is to observe oneself without judgment. Yes. You have reached the height of your intelligence when you can observe yourself without judgment. I can see who I am, where I come from, and I don't have to be judged because we're all ordinary, normal people. Yeah. we just regular, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you see your life, you see what's going on in the past, mm-hmm. and then you look at it and say, okay, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yep. And I don't want to exactly. repeat that. Yes. So now let me start making certain changes. Ready for this? Here's the, here's the caveat, the thing. Without holding them in contempt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because them. they are like that. Yep. And I think that's what we do. We come out and we say, and, and that is counterproductive, and that's not real deliverance. Yeah. And so people think real deliverance is coming out. No, 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 that's not. That's not. That's not. That's not. That's not. Carter G. Woodson says one of the issues that we have in the black community, and this is the miseducation of the Negro, is that most of us come out and never go back and help the people that are still in mm-hmm. what they're dealing with. So we come out of str- struggle, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. we get rich, and then we don't go back and share with those communities that are still in that problem. He said that's one of the big issues with our people. You coming out of something is just one stage. Yeah, I was about to say, they don't finish the process. The, you, it, in order to finish the process, you yeah. can't, the, the number one thing you have to do is not hold those who were in your past or who are still in your path, who are not like you, or who are not involving like you involved, do not hold them in contempt to who they are or to what they were. Learn how to let that go. Learn how to let it go. So now everything they dealt with, and they still may be dealing with, you make that change, but don't go around them and say, you know what, y'all still eating like this, y'all make no sense. Or you go around them saying, you know, and people do that, people do that even when they get saved. Yeah, in church. The holy sanctified yeah, people. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So now they're going, now you think you, you think you saved and delivered and all that stuff. But when you go to Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? You the one. You ain't get yourself together yet? You ain't find no man yet? Girl, you ain't you still married? You I mean you still not married? Mm-hmm. Talking to guys, you still ain't doing this? Yeah. They, you you really haven't been delivered until you have able to accept them where they were and give them the grace to all the time to come out the way you did. AKA just be nice. I know pastors that do the same thing. Right now, I know pastors that have discovered something in the Bible and they said, we're going to live like this. And then right after that, they haven't even perfected what they've discovered. Mm-hmm. Because once you found something, you got to take some time to work it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because you found it one day don't mean you know it. Absolutely. It takes time to live out with that which you've discovered. Yeah. And then you see it, you see an error, and then you throw everybody else under the bus. Yeah. Everybody else under the bus. And it lets me know you really don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Because if God gave you 25 years to come out of something, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You owe me another 25 years. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's called grace. Yeah. That is called grace. Yeah. So I've learned that. So now I don't hold any. I, people think that I'm nonchalant. It's not that I'm nonchalant. People think I don't care. It's not that I don't care. It's the fact that it took me time. It's going to take other people time. Time. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And not everybody but, get it. And everybody and, and, and be okay with people that may never get, get it. it. Even though you want everybody to come out, like I just want everybody to be saved. I want I want everybody to come out. I want everybody to do like this. Truth be told, it's not going to be everybody. Yeah, I think that it could be um, more people if we share the information that we receive, like during the process. Like I feel like people um, 
I don't know if it's a laziness or if it's ignorance. I'm not really sure which one, but it's it's like people begin the process of healing, mm-hmm. and they feel like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, but they just don't quite finish the full the full circle um, of kind of. I guess going back there to to fix some of those things that were kind of like off balance. Um, but I feel like if we would share the information more, like for example, like with, with what you're teaching or like people that are coaching and things like that, that they could, um, more people could, not all people, but more people could be more informed and they could kind of get better insight on it. Like for example, when you were talking about the diabetes, um, it's a really, it's a serious myth that, um, diabetes is genetic it's not genetic it, it's something that we can actually change same mm-hmm. thing with schizophrenia schizophrenia is not actually technically genetic but it is something that most most people can inherit uh because of what they're exposed to so if i live in a house with people that eat apple pie for breakfast they want a little apple pie with some ice cream for breakfast you know and then we do the same thing for lunch and dinner like most likely my blood sugar is going to be elevated and i become diabetic so but after I learned that this is not what's good for me and now I'm teaching my family that this is not what it is, like I'm sharing the information and they're sharing the information and we kind of stop a problem that's kind of happening um, amongst us. Mm-hmm. Is that realistic? What do you mean? Like amongst families, is that realistic? Absolutely. It if is. The information, if the information is shared. Okay, yes. so if I, so, okay, so in the, let's, let's just say in the, I'll, I'll just use, a normal family, mm-hmm. just a regular family. Yeah. If a regular family is saying, hey, I've been doing this all my life, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm older than you. Yeah. And I am, you know, you you in your 30s, you you know, you're the new kid that think you know something because yes. you learned something. But I'm child, this is what I've been doing. Yeah. And you still share it. Most times the information that you share will become sort of, um, when 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 is it just harassing? Just because you found something, mm-hmm. does it mean you're obligated to share it every time you see me? Or and my, my, my question is, what process do you use? You're like, hey, I found something. I'm good. Y'all doing this wrong. I mean, is that is that the, is that the, or y'all shouldn't be drinking that or you shouldn't have that for breakfast. You should have an, a fruit or something like this. Is that how you're sharing? No, I don't. If you're asking for what is my method, my method. Yes. What um, method do you have? Because I, uh, for me, it'll just just for the average family. Right. You're just harassing. Yeah, and they do me like that, and not me per se, but people like that in church. Mm-hmm. You like, you know, I found God. Y'all still this? It's, it's harassment. So, so, for so for me, I guess it's easier because I do it every day uh, with the patients that I work with. Um, so, and we don't we don't approach it on a harassment field. We kind of do more of an assessment. So it's in our daily conversation. So if if I see you and I come in your room, and even if you're my family, and w- what I see you eating is like twenty five pancakes with like man syrup mm-hmm. on it and like whipped cream, I'm like, wow. Do you do you normally do you check your blood sugar like daily, or you do you do any like I just kind of bring it up into the conversation and allow them to kind of tell me how they feel, and I can already kind of t- like sense if you're a little angry about us talking about this or if you kind of okay to kind of go along with the conversation. Um, I think that the educational piece is the most important. Like when I show you the facts, I leave it up to you to decide what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't beat people over the, over the head. Yeah, like, okay. Hey, like, you know, you got to do this. We're going to be giving you insulin because some people have come to like, Hey, I'm 80 years old. Like I'm not changing my diet period. I'm, I just take the insulin. I've been taking it and that's fine. Um, but like, that the factual information about what could happen, what's happening, you're already experiencing these things. This is what it looks like. This is, um, this is kind of 
you know, your future to a certain extent, especially if they're already in a path where they're losing limbs. Like a lot of people start losing their limbs and they're losing their sight and just all of these things. And they're like, well, why is this happening? This is why it's happening. And this is how you can change it. Okay. So you go to family, Mm -hmm. but your patients come to you. So they're more open to hearing what you're saying. No, a lot of them are not. But they come to you though. Like, not necessarily. Um, they they might be in the hospital, but sometimes they're not even there for that. We just notice that the that's happening when we like look at their lab work and things like what that. What I'm saying is the patient dynamic and the family dynamic is not the same. Right. So I'm using I've used two examples. Okay. I've used the example with the hospital so because with, that's where I am. When I'm with family, like I'm with family, family now. Yeah. How you do family? Um, like um, as I've changed my diet, like I I started to I started actually with my family by showing like a documentary of what the health. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, because they like to watch TV, because they're kind of into that kind of stuff, I found I thought that that would be the best way for me to not, for me not to say it and for them to actually get some, like, factual information about what this food can kind of do to you do without you me sounding like, you know, some type of way. Um, and that was very effective. It was like, oh, I didn't know that, even though I've said it 20 times. Like, they really kind of weren't necessarily listening to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just take the gradual approach as they tell me about their health and things like that. My blood pressure is extremely high. Okay, the Lay's chips every day probably not going to be the best thing for you to eat if your (laughs) blood pressure is kind of high. So I kind of take those kind of things without being abusive, or harass, har- harassing them, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't harass. I mean, I put my point out there. You point out if there. you're feeling it, okay. If you're not, not, okay. And honestly, most of the time, after people say that they're not feeling it, some somewhere down the line, whether it's a month or a year, they come back like you know, this is getting worse. And then I let them come to me in that way, but I don't beat people with the information. Yeah, being a nurse and being a nurse, they they people will listen to you. Because you're in that field. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they listen to you because you're in that field. And like being a preacher, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing. So the same thing. But, okay, so now you got to, if I, I'm a preacher, I know that people will listen to me um, when I discuss things about the Bible. Okay. And they'll be, and I'm talking about family. Mm-hmm. They'll be more open to hearing from me talking about the Bible. Opposed to, or rather than, or if, or, or, or if I'm speaking about another subject. Cause if I'm like talking about, I know you got the Bible pack, so they can they they're cool with me when I'm dealing with the Bible. Mm-hmm. But when I but when I'm talking about something health and something like that, then I got you know it's I, they, no one says anything, but it becomes a sort of a yeah, but okay, we want you to be the preacher. You know what I'm saying? We we got you locked in rev mode. You always the preacher, so we need to be married. Need to be married. Yeah. Need some ideas. That like might that. be what they want. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what but, I'm saying. But, but, but so the deal yeah. is, so we know right and wrong. But mm-hmm. I guess my question is the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so how do we maintain those relationships? Because you would get that here they go again. Because every time you see me, am I in, uh, when I come to um, a Thanksgiving dinner, I do not want someone looking over my plate. Like, right, oh, right. So you're going to eat that again? Definitely not. Or you're going to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, here they come. Do that. Or here yeah. you come again, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I got to, you know. So I go to my family house and sometimes they drink. Uh-huh. But I didn't know my pit no drinks away when I walk in the door. Right, right. Like no one's putting like, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, and people look at me and people look like, and <laughs> right. I don't drink, right? And like, Shereen, like part of my family. Pour me another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. right? yeah. you know <laughs> but I'm serious. And people look at me like, that's the sign of the way they're disrespecting you. I don't feel like that's disrespect. I feel like I am walking into their house. Okay. I am walking into their abode. Mm-hmm. I am the guest. 
Yeah. I am not the host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am walking. It is it is up it is it is for me to be the person that you know what I'm saying? Put that hat away. Yeah, that reverend hat. Right put now. that hat away and just be family. And I know a lot of people who cannot be put it away. you know they can't put that weight just to be family. And so and because they have learned something, studied something, some level of spirituality, mm-hmm. they sort of let that sort of get in the way of the relationship they have with their family. Now they by themselves and now they're never invited to anything. Mm-hmm. Yes, at that's all true. Because of the relationship. So I've learned that part. I your approach is good. I, I've never thought about that approach. Just show them something. My my approach has been even in family, friends, whatever I do, my approach is once you watch how I look from the way I've been doing things mm-hmm. and you're watching my, 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 uh, the way I think, mm-hmm. you're watching the way I look, you're looking at the fact that I'm not aging as much. They see all these things and they come to you and saying, are you getting facials? Yeah. They come to you saying, Sharina asked me that, other, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're keeping <laughs> yourself looking good. What is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Now we can have the conversation. Yeah, sometimes people you, do observe and they say, oh, if you have enough time. But for those that don't have a lot of have enough time to like sit there and watch your process of aging, like they're watching you. People don't look at you. I know. You. I'm just saying that over the time, sometimes they don't, that, that could be over a year span and something. Like five years. Okay, five years. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is sometimes people don't have five years. What you mean? Sometimes people are in up they're so sick that five years is not kind of in their spectrum of time where they might have so what i'm saying is i'm not saying that this is something you should necessarily yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm, just, I'm just saying if you if when you're in or if somebody like you like a pastor or whatever like you said sometime if you come into the company of someone and they want you to stay in that particular role but you do know information about other um things. other things or about this particular illness or whatever is going on with the person i think that it should be a more of a personal approach but not a, a like like man, or man, auntie, you really need to stop eating that. Like they need to know why they need to stop eating that and what it could do. I'm just saying that they need a more of a, a a larger range of why. Why do I need to stop this? You're telling me that it's not good for me, but why is it not good for me? And what is it going to do? And why is it affecting this? And why okay. is it affecting that? And I'm not saying you got to go into hour long conversation. I'm just right. saying that. I think that when people understand the why, it's like just like you tell us about the research and, and all of those kind of things like that, it's just easier to accept instead of, hey, just stay in your lane. Mm. Because you have actually, you've researched it and you know about it and why I can't, now I can't say nothing to about it because what you're saying is right. I am experiencing this and, and that to me could help sooner than later. Like five years for somebody to finally be like, "Wow, what are you doing? I need to find out." It's a little. It's kind of might be too late. Yeah, but, and and and, I, and I'm not just talking about health. I'm talking about relationships. Okay, I'm talking about you know family. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about business. I'm talking about uh, spirituality. When you're looking at all those things, you look at people and you say, "Hmm, what are you doing?" Like someone could ask you, "How have you actually dealt with the relationship between you and your dad?" Yeah. And so I'm looking at you, and I'm looking at, you know, you're not tearing up. Mm-hmm. You're, you don't look like you are covering up. You know, because sometimes, and I'm a, I'm a minister, so I can see people lying. You know, mm-hmm. I can see right through it. Don't, you, know, you know, you can see, I, I, at least I can see right through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know when somebody's still dealing with it. Yeah. And to say, yeah, I'm still dealing with it. However, I've come to the place or to the spa- phase in my life where it is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful place to be. Mm-hmm. And so my, um, um, I guess my, it wouldn't be a concern but my process to this would be if you become it and be the light, mm-hmm. and then people is going to be drawn and said, "Hey, 
what are you guys doing? Yeah. You know, why are you looking? Why are you smiling? Or mm-hmm. how can you, how are you making it? Somebody's going to come to you and ask the question. And I think that it, for me, that has been, that's the role I've been taking lately. Mm-hmm. So, and in preaching, mm-hmm. we are always being you know, so, uh, productive, not only productive, but sometimes, most of the times, progressive. We are. We are very progressive. And not only progressive, proactive. Okay. So we use pastors don't pastors set up their meetings, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Bible study is on this day. Yes. Sunday worship is on this day. On this day. At this time. This Sabbath this worship day. is on this yes. time. So we set up the meetings. So there was a proactive approach to what we're doing. Opposed to somebody calling and saying, hey, we need some help. Come see us. So we have that proactive approach. And so now in that sense, I think that can carry over into family and how we deal with people mm-hmm. and people in our neighborhood and friends yeah and we now so we just proactive guess what because we're so accustomed to telling people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. when we see people we just want to tell them mm-hmm. and that's where i want to like that's where i have to like pause a little bit because yes i do want to tell you i know you see it but when you see me i would like for you to see if we friends mm-hmm. a friend mm-hmm. like i've been your pastor for years mm-hmm. You go to another church now. Yes. You didn't give me your resignation, but you go to I another did, church. I asked Amanda, did I need to send one? And she said I didn't. No, 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 no. You asked me. No, 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 no. Don't talk that way. This is always my family church. You ain't get no resignation. She goes to somebody else's church now. I've been your pastor for years. I've been your pastor for years. Yes. But we've always been friends. Absolutely. And I've never, I have never been a pastor to you when you needed a friend. Okay. When you needed a friend, mm-hmm. you call me, and she would call me and say, I want to talk to yes. my friend. I'll talk to mm-hmm. my friend. And I already know there's going to be some four-letter words. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to get that disclaimer out before right, right. I talk like it's I want to talk. Let me let you know what you're It's yeah. not Luke. It's not Mark. <laughs> you hear what I just said? It's not love. It's not love. Yeah. It's going to be some. I said, she said, hey, 10 o'clock at night, I want to talk to my friend. <laughs> Yeah. And let's go. But see, go I feel it. like kids nowadays, I, I work with a lot of teenagers, they don't have friends. Okay. I mean, genuine, true friends. That they can talk and to. And I feel like I have that. Like, you know, a lot of people like, mm-hmm. I got to go to the therapist, I got to do this. I feel like they, my friends are that. I know which one to go to about what thing I need to go to about. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I know if I want to be my, let it all, I, I'm a, I can call him yeah. if I want got a male opinion, <laughs> and he ain't going to judge me. That's right. And, yeah, that's what you want. Right. You know, someone you could just be you. You can take off all the other stuff and look, yes. this is what's wrong with me. I'm having a bad day, and this is what happened, and I feel some kind of way about it, and I might curse a couple times, you know. Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> but then give me your, give me your honest <laughs> yeah, feedback. Opinion. Right, yeah. Don't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about my friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have genuine friends, whereas though they tell me the truth, regardless if I'm going to like it or not. <laughs> right. So that's what kids, I mean, it's unfortunate they don't have that. Wow. You know, because they want to fit in. So it's like, I don't want to rock the boat. That's mm. good. That's good. So I'm going to just not say nothing. Take it easy, yeah. Keep it to myself. And just let you be who you are mm-hmm. and because I want to stay your friend. Right. Wow. Yeah. And what you, and what, and what you call a friend? In her sense, it's somebody she can really let it out. Um, I would say someone that is able to, that I can kind of depend on. Um, 
somebody that is able to uh, kind of be, what would I say, like honest with me, completely honest, and someone is able to hold, because um, I don't talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I do actually let out someone that can keep, like keep our privacy, our privacy, like our, I'm trying to think of the word, like I guess our sacred, confidence. our confidence, yes. They are confidants. They're confidants, yes. exactly. Yeah. Um, so I know someone better not leave your lips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that person that when you call, like they're able to almost, I don't want to say just always just to relieve you, but you feel a little lighter when you, when you finish you talking talk to, them. to them. Yeah, they, there's someone that's there. Ear. Yeah, definitely. Because sometimes you don't want a lot of feedback. Sometimes you just, so I was in an abusive relationship before, oh, okay. right? And when I was going through that season, my sister, who is my, well, she's my friend. I met her here. Mm-hmm. But she is like my sister. Right. Like, you the thought that I yeah. grew up with her. I'll never forget the day she was like, look, this is not you. But I can't go through this season with you. Mm. And, I, and for 10 years, we were not friends. Wow. wow. Like, she really could not. Be there, but it was friends like you for yeah, instance, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Big Head used to be my people who I could cry to when I felt like nothing, right. you know, yeah. and I could just let it out to be able to fight another day. Mm. <laughs> so you need them kind of people. That's my friends to me. I feel like I can count them on my hand. I don't need a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know that when it when I really matters, you're there for me, and, it, and you're not gonna. Make me feel bad about it. Yeah. Okay. And it helps you through them dark moments. And God, and I, I used to hate church when I was younger because my <laughs> uncle was a preacher and we used to have to go to every service. Mm. You know, wow. you know that church where you was in there seven days a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Breakfast, yeah. lunch, dinner. Yeah, you're there. You know about that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but I think <laughs> I God, I have that spiritualness from when I was younger because prayer helped too. Uh-huh. So, no. so with those friends, right? Like um, you were saying that you have certain people that you go to for yes, certain, things. certain things. So, do you? So you have the group that you go to when you want them to be completely honest with you, and the people that you go to when you kind of just want to vent, and you know they're not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Do you have them separated like so, that? So, my sister <laughs> is the one that I know that I could tell her anything. Mm-hmm. And I know that she's not going to judge me. Mm-hmm. Then I might have them friends that I might vent about business or a little, you know, surface mm-hmm. stuff. But then you got them people like him. I can be like, look, this is what happened. I'm going to tell you the real thing. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the real thing. <laughs> this is the real story. I'm really tell you what happened. I really need your advice. Like, you know, and, you know, because you, sometimes when you go through stuff, you feel shamed a little bit. And you don't yeah. want to tell anybody or mm-hmm. you want people to know. Mm-hmm. And then, especially when you go against a decision that you normally wouldn't go against. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I need some advice. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you because yeah, you done been through something. And you might not give me the right advice, so I'm gonna go over here and <laughs> yeah. tell you. And yeah, and I, I need exactly you to be. You, you get what I'm saying? I like do. it's different friends for different things. Like you got your turn up friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got the friends you know for yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you got yeah. I have friends for every part of me because I'm alive. Wow. <laughs> wow. I do not. <laughs> I feel like all my friends <laughs> get to who I am all in one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, wow, it's true. Wow, wow. But it's funny, like, even like you were saying, like, the kids today are, like, very private. They really don't want to talk or whatever. But I feel like I was like that as a as a young person. Uh, I basically had, I was extremely private just in general based off of, like, my upbringing. Mm-hmm. But to the point where even, like, my best friends, like, I didn't tell them, like, when I lost my virginity. I didn't talk about um, things that were extremely private. Like, I 
I just and maybe it was some shame there. Maybe I I just felt like I needed to have like this perfect mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I didn't talk about it. So I just wanted to, uh, some of the young people like facing like some of that. They are yeah. Like I I have a lot of teenagers around me. I have a lot of preteens around me, and then little kids. So I feel like I'm around all ages. Mm-hmm. And as far as like teenagers, I feel like a lot of them going through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Society kind of, they kind of confused a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, especially when it comes to, they jump from dating girls to guys, they they date whoever. Yeah. Because a lot of them are looking for love, too. Exactly. And acceptance. Exactly. So, and then, like, when they going through stuff, they really feel like they can't talk to adults, so they talk to other peers right. who are going through something. So, it's more like us, like, for me, I have teen talk. Oh, okay. nice. I was about to say, how is, do they so, feel comfortable with and you? And I'll be like, look, I'm not Miss Sunshine. I'm not ma. I'm not none of that. Right. <laughs> like, what's going on? Right. And do <laughs> like, they open up? And they tell me stuff. So wow. I, I rev use. I feel like because I didn't have that. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't taught about my period or yeah. You know what I'm saying? What to do mm-hmm. and going to the doctor and checking all that stuff out. You know, because I had fibroids and I got sick real bad. I didn't okay. know about any of that. Wow. So I or I think in my age now talking about sex and stuff like that. Like, no one taught us yeah, about no, that. Absolutely. It you was like private. You were just out there it was like doing it secret. and didn't know what you were doing or <laughs> yeah, who you right. was doing. Like, you right. just was out it's there. It's a secret. Nobody yeah, wanted to talk about talk it. about it. So it was just like, I'd rather them talk and let me teach you about your body. Right. right. And teach you about being clean yourself. and how to protect yourself. Yes. And if something happens, like, come talk to an adult. Like, yes. don't think you got to figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, how a man's supposed to treat you, even if you if you giving up the goods, don't mm-hmm. let him just come lay up with you. Right. You know, like he should take you out. He should treat you nice. He should. So it's like we don't have these conversations with the kids nowadays, and they just doing any and everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids are just raising themselves. Yeah. So they, they just learn it on TikTok, or they just learn it on TikTok. Yes, whatever. and then IG just shows you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kids just growing up so fast. I know we. Everything was in a closet kind of for us. Everything was private. But then now everything is just out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we need like a happy medium. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Like, you know, like we still should keep the innocence of kids, but we also should still educate them at a certain age. Absolutely. Happy medium. Okay. Yeah. So it's got to be a balance. But we're losing a lot of tradition. Yeah, we are. Um, Like, you know, I was raised to set the table. I was asking kids, like, you know how to set the table? Uh Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you true. Know, that's the table. Yeah. What's some of? We don't even sit at the table. Right? right? <laughs> we, <laughs> we go to our room. We go to our room. But then that it's takes serious. away from the conversation. Absolutely. At dinner time. Absolutely. Right, right, right. How was your day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. What you do today? The dynamic of the family, family has changed so yes. much, though. You know, people Families are working are at so that time. It's a lot. Single moms, they just stick to themselves. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I don't mess with my family. Or this and this. And, mm. and it's just so unfortunate because kids don't grow up with the aunts and uncles that they could lean on mm. if they didn't have dad or mom around. Right. Uh, you know, they can mm. gravitate to that kind of male or female uh-huh. energy. Mm-hmm. They kind of replace what they were missing. Yeah. So if you stay to yourself and you're not, um, you don't have that, what is it, a village mm-hmm. yeah. that they talk about. So who do the kids? That's right. Who Depend raised them? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If mom at work, she got work. Mm-hmm. And she got work two, three jobs. And then that that leaves the older child to become you the. Take the responsibility. And exactly. then now they feel like they almost turn. Uh-huh. And then they go through stuff with them. But then you met when they 16 out here doing whatever. But yeah. at the end of the day, they was grown. Yeah, you, you yeah, kind of yeah, caused yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yep, yep, so yep. it's like the kids going through a lot now. So 
we just gotta keep praying for them. And I think that I think that we so I don't believe in uh, the reset button. I really don't. Okay. I mean, I think it's. I, I really don't believe in the reset button. Button, button. I really don't believe in the reset button. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a. Re- I don't think it's real. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I was never the person who believed in the woman or the man that says I'm a born again virgin. Okay. I was never that guy. Oh yeah. You know you 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 know you, you just stop. Like, you what just, is that like? Once you've done it, like one yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Once you got saved, you stop. You stop oh. having sex. So they yeah. called me oh. a born again virgin. Yeah. 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 Before I got saved. Yeah. I'm a reborn virgin. You know. Born virgin. So I never. I never bought. I never bought into that concept. Never did. So I don't believe in the reset button. But I do believe that because I don't even believe that um, things are going back. So all the traditions that we had, we have lost. Yes. So they're not coming back. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what we try to do to reset, we're not going to reset it. Um, I don't matter. It doesn't matter what the Democrats are saying and Republicans. They are dealing with that right now. They're just trying to find somewhere to say, okay, the pendulum has swung too far one way. Let us swing it another way. But if you swing it too far one way, it will swing the other way Mm -hmm. and it will be extreme. And so now people are living on either end of extremes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so since people are living on either end of extremes, we really don't find that medium that medium medium. that 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 we need. And so in the middle of all of this, while we're trying to find it, mm-hmm. somebody got to have, somebody got to have, there have to be somebody with a navigational tool. Mm-hmm. And I believe that in the extremes, you still can be, you can still be navigated through storm waters. Absolutely. Yes. I believe in navigating people through the storm. Mm-hmm. That's Anthony Fliggins. That's my philosophy. Yeah. So if you're in something crazy, okay, mm-hmm. this is how you handle your crazy. That's how you handle it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this, if you're dealing with your boredom, this is how you handle your boredom. Exactly. You just on either end of the extreme. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, and people are. So people are like, hey, man, my life is like this, this, and this. Like, this is how you handle yourself. Yeah. The truth be told, um, so what's the, so when someone come to me saying, you know, um, I'm sleeping around a lot, A, B, C, D, it's coming to me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't go like, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Right, right. Please. And don't. I'm not, we talking to adults. Yeah. Yes. But so, but I will come to you and say, hey, what do you feel like when After. you finish? Yeah. What is the energy? I mean, I'm trying to get you to pay attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Just so we can have some, just so you can sort of, if you want, because something about something assessment. in you have said, I'm, I'm, I'm too far. Mm-hmm. I'm too far gone. What is this? Something in you, because I didn't say it to you. Mm-hmm. You came to me and said it. So, okay, now let's see what you're really saying. Because you, you, you're dealing with one thing, but there is something else you were saying that you're not telling me. Yeah. That, that's why you need that navigational tool. What's the energy? And nine times out of ten is the reason you're dealing with this right now is because you're unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. And why do you feel unsatisfied when you're done? Right. It ain't the sex. It's the person you're having sex with. Something in you is not have not settled your spirit. That's a, different, that's a different way of talking to an adult opposed to saying, just stop. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing that. Absolutely. Yes, you can say that. Yes, you and most time people will say that. I, 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 that's it. But I'm trying to get you to at least see what you're dealing with, right. so you can make proper you decisions make decision. as you yeah. move forward. There is something that you're doing that you're not paying attention to right. on either extreme. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to the person that's bored, I ain't doing nothing. My phone is off. I'm, you know, everything is dry. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing is going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you putting yourself out there, right. or is the truth is you feel like you're really not? as attractive right is are you it's something else going on you know what i'm saying this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine Mm -hmm. you're not letting your light to shine Shine. yeah Yeah. Yeah. and so what it what are so when you say i'm bored i didn't ask you know are you covering anything Mm -hmm. are you avoiding anything yeah 
Are you hiding from something? Mm-hmm. So I'm not just dealing with, hey, you should get you should get out there. No. What are you let's pay attention. What do your weekends look like? Mm-hmm. What do your days look like? How do you feel who you're running from? Yeah. What are you not sure about? So I am asking those questions. And the reason I'm asking those questions is because I just feel like on either extreme, you have to navigate. People need to be people, it's the, the waters can be either murky or it can be you can be in a storm. Exactly. Mm. Either way. Somebody got to say peace be still. Absolutely. So we can get to the other side. Because we cannot stop in the middle of the water. Mm-hmm. The reason why you're on this journey is because you come from one place and you are going to another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I find a lion's share. And so we got to help na- people to navigate through Absolutely. all this stuff. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's the approach I take. Yeah. It, it, it just, it, it, that right there, it... Um, assist with the self-reflection piece it just helps you to really look internally and pull it out of yourself and go forward with it especially with the person that's hopping from place to place i just feel like even though they might not be getting something or not might not be satisfied with that person i think it comes from a deeper it is it comes from a deeper inner like something's going on on. that they're not dealing with and a lot of people who have been molested or abused or stuff like that can go that route right Right, right, right. They, this is true. They mentally, in their head, um, identify with sex that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And then the other ones might shut down. That's true. Right. This is true. So it just depends on which, which spectrum you're on. Yeah. yeah. You know, each child is different. Like yep. some who have been. Adults. And, ad- and, and adults. Go, and it, so what we go through, that's my thing. Uh-huh. I feel like it's the whole I want to deal with the whole body, mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. What we go through as a child really does affect us as Amen. adults. And when we don't deal with it, it stays there with us. We carry it. It just We just mask it. I tell Raven that a lot, too. You're speaking my language. I was like, stop awesome. pushing it down. Mm-hmm. If you keep pushing what's going on with you or how you feel or your emotions, it, you're not fine. If you keep suppressing you're just suppressing it. Yes, yes. And it shows up as an adult. And it shows up as an adult. All mm-hmm. you're doing is keep putting on layers and layers of masks mm-hmm. that one day you're going to have to take off. Yeah. So if you learn to deal with it now or work through them, which I learned a lot of kids don't have social skills now. Like we yeah, was outside yeah, playing. Yeah, we yeah, went through yeah, different yeah, yeah. issues with kids and learned how to navigate through that. A lot of kids do not have social skills. Mm. And it's hard for them to uh, introvert. Mm. To go around a bunch of kids who are not introverts, you know, right. and try to figure out where do I fit in. Yes. And um, the ones that want to wear different stuff, they worry about what society going to exactly. say. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, just be yourself. Who cares? Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's hard for a person that always been like that to talk to a person that you, you got to learn, like, everybody don't have that in them. Right. You know, mm-hmm. to not care what people think. Mm-hmm. To not feel like somebody gonna talk about me or they're not gonna like me or mm-hmm. they're gonna make fun of me. You know, sometimes when they do, they go out and they get bullied and, and it's they get just bullied. A whole... And then bullying is different now. Oh, like yeah. we got bullied, it was just in school, it was a ha ha ha. <laughs> now it's on social media. They make a meme out of you, they make school Dangerous. chats and yeah. make you feel the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, um, she went through where they was dropping her air. They, you know, iPhones have the yeah, little yeah, location. Yeah. They was drop. dropping her location in school, trying to find her. Like, kids wow. is ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> they, Dangerous. They is. So I think parents really got to talk to their kids. Like, really just take off the parent hat. Take off being judgmental. 
and like just talk to them because what if you are their only friend? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What okay. if they really don't have friends in school? Right. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to school and you really not and you working twenty four seven, you really don't know what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. And a kid would tell you, "I'm fine, quit." Uh-huh. And if we're busy, tired from work, got our own problems, we don't have a social life. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. take that fine and just be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, kids, I'm good." Yeah, yeah, quickly. I'm good. I'm I'm good. good. Yeah, everything's fine. I'm good. Yeah, everything's I'm good. fine. <laughs> that is their favorite. That's how I was in my mother. Everything wow. fine. Yeah, yeah. Everything's, yep. great. everything's fine. <laughs> you don't even know what you're missing. You don't even yeah. know. You don't even miss the con- those conversations. Yeah. You don't know what they are. Yep. So it's good to just talk to them. Talk to them and see. And then they're basically going through what we went through, just mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they really feel like we don't know nothing. Mm. <laughs> and it's just trying to get them to understand, like, I was once a teenager. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I used to have them problems too. <laughs> like, <laughs> it might not be as drastic as y'all's, mm-hmm. but... I went through it. I can kind of help you. Yeah, And parents today, because we don't have the traditional times where we sit at the table, you have to take those, you have to make those moments. And pay attention. Those rides in the car, I was about to say. You have to make those, you have to almost make them and pay attention. So with mine, uh, Anthony was like 17, and I was taking him to school. 17, 18, I don't know, he's 19 now. 17, 18, I won them years, I was taking him to school. And we were always talking on the way to school. Mm-hmm. And I, you just you just go and talking, whatever. And it was, to me, it's just normal, you know, Jaja laugh, this is how Pop-Pop was, this is mm-hmm. how I'm being, this is what y'all should do when y'all get out of school. Mm-hmm. Just just, just talking. I really didn't know the, uh, the importance, the depth of those conversations until a couple of times I couldn't take him to school. I'm going to call y'all Uber. Nah, we good. We want you to take us. Wow. I'm saying, yeah, y'all gotta get to school. I gotta go over here. I gotta, I gotta go to court. I gotta go this. I got a business meeting. I gotta go do that right there. They were like, you can't take us. Wow. And I'm saying to myself, it's an Uber. Just get an Uber and go to school. Like, like, but you can't take us. Mm. We don't want to go. And then some days they didn't go. Mm. Some days it was that time in those conversations, Mm -hmm. and they said, you know, that's that again Mm. navigating. And when I saw that, I always made it my business. Then even today. One of them are in school and one I'm going to, one, both of them in school right now, but one graduated. Mm-hmm. So I still make myself available in the morning right? as to where they're going and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, justice is learning how to drive. So nice. I, you know, hey, get, get, get behind the wheel, get man. The let's wheel. let's Go. rock and roll. Let's talk. <laughs> let's, while we're talking, right. moving forward. But I take, uh, I, I take those moments. Utilize every moment. Every moment. Mm-hmm. Every so moment. we don't have today, we don't have those sit around the table. Nope. That mm-hmm. lifestyle is Sunday gone. Dinners, Sunday dinners, dinners. Right. Yeah. that was gone. So Family you got to kind of make those moments yeah. in whatever you're doing, and with the availability, take full advantage of them. And then, parent, all I have to say to you is, open your mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just trust what you're going to say. Yes. Even if it sounds weird, mm-hmm. and even if they respond like whatever, my whatever, they, right. you know what I'm saying? Just open up your mouth. Yeah. You know what? You, how you know? Just oh, just say something. Let them know. Something. I care. Say yeah. something. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably, you know what I'm saying? They're going to get it. They yeah. just got to say something. Stay something. with it. Stay yeah, with it. Absolutely. Say something. Don't stop. And the conversation's got to be different, depending Listen. on who you're dealing with. Yeah, that's true. You know, because I feel like a lot of the teens, especially what they're going through, we got to feel like what we went through, we can't hide it. Okay. A lot of times as parents, we want to hold this image like we just got it together. We're so perfect. Right, exactly. And, da, 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 da. and that, that's why they don't want to listen to us. Right. So it's kind of like you got to be vulnerable. Like, hey, I used to be in a relationship like that. Oh, Absolutely. Hey, yeah, I yeah, know this yeah, because yeah, I went yeah, through this. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. That's like, true. Exactly. I'm, I'm, let me meet you where you at. 
yeah. kind of thing. And right. then with the younger ones, it's like, you know, you sugarcoat it a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. But with okay. the teens and the ones, especially if they outside already, yeah. and they automatically acting grown. Uh-huh. So if you grown, I'm going to have to talk to you a little grown. Right. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can kind of get you to understand, like, I'm here for you. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Listen to what I'm saying. And even if they're not listening, plant the seeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe Absolutely. that. I believe that. Yes, yes I feel like yes, as much yes, as I'm yes, talking, yes, I'm just yes. planting them seeds on mm-hmm. you. <laughs> and one day it's going to sprout. Yes, exactly. That's what's happening. Because <laughs> I feel like somebody was planting some on me. That's right. That's because right. Because I definitely was, my, um, Sharon was talking about it the other day. She was like, yeah, you was the one. I'm in college. Right. And I realized out of all my cousins that are the older ones, uh-huh. I'm going to be the one to graduate. I know wow. that's right. I know that's right. And I was like, wow. Like, I was the one that they said was wow. Mm-hmm. I was going to be high. I was going to do this. I was like, dang. God, I was like, wait a minute. Yay, me. Yay, me. You know, the one that encountered out a little bit. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I wish mm-hmm. they could see me now. Like, yeah. Right. So it's just like, yeah. It's just be like them little moments where right, you die. Right, kind of right. like tell kids, like, it's never too late to do this. Yeah, that's it's right. never. Too late to do that. And even though you might be that person where everybody feel like you, the wild one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, they might be saying negative stuff about you. Don't let it stop you. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. some people, they always say sticks and stones may break my bones. The words never hurt me. Uh-huh. I do not use that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because hurt. can you imagine <laughs> how many much. words you done heard that stick yeah. in your head that was so negative? Yes. Right. And it's, it sticks with you. Uh-huh. And you remember it from childhood, like you can you can feel it when yes. you start talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like no, them words. Like I always, no matter what somebody said to me, it was just like I don't care. Like I know I'm gonna make it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but some kids can't do that. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So it's like you know they can't get out of the what people are saying or the words that are being said to them. So it's like it takes for us to kind of people watch them mm-hmm. and know when they. Sad when they depressed because mm-hmm. kids be cutting themselves oh, and they yeah. be yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. Co- you know, All why kinds. do you think that half of the kids from elementary school to high school get high? That's right. Yeah. They are going through something. Absolutely. It's a cry for help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Escape. And yes, they escape in reality. Like people pick up these habits because they're trying to escape what's going on. Yeah. They be like, oh, I gotta go smoke. I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. Teachers get on my nerves. Yeah. Like, you uh-huh. know. And exactly. it's just so sad. It really is. Parents get on my nerves. All of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. parents. Like, why? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so where did you get that from? Like, where did you get the, the, the I guess, the motivation to just be like, oh, no, that's that's not me. Like, I'm not going to allow, like, those negative things that people said to not affect me. Like, that was from, from being a young young woman. You were oh, always yeah. like that? Yes. My aunt used Who to call me Biggest House. I'll never forget it. I'm always been broad, thick. I used to not have a stomach. I wish it would go away now, but you know, <laughs> them cheese for subs. <laughs> right there, Baltimore. <laughs> yes. But my aunt used to say stuff to me that stuck with me, like you know. And even people when I came up here, they was like, "Oh, she big, she this though," you know. Then when I said I was coming up here, oh, she's gonna get on drugs. Right. She gonna be there. Oh, wow. I just never really cared. Okay. I really didn't. I mean, even in school, people used to call me Paul Bunyan because I had broad shoulders. Wow, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just really don't let it. It just rolls. 
Yeah. It just rolls off. But when I was doing that um, journey, though, I really know that that did play effect. Even though I was, that's why I said I'll be telling her, don't let it push it to the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like to go through that moment. Right. Feel it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because when you do keep pushing it, you're just moving. Mm-hmm. And you're not really dealing with it. Exactly. And then later on, it affects you. It does like, come Eventually, back. it'll come back to you. It so even though I might have rolled off of it, when my, remember you said I was busy? Every time you're busy, you can't think. Mm-hmm. When you're so busy, you can't sit in your moments and, yeah. you know, listen to yourself. Organize so, your thoughts. Yes. Yeah. So now that I'm kind of calm and I can kind of deal with me, mm-hmm. like I deal with me differently. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have to be busy now. I'm mm-hmm. not escaping nothing. Exactly. You know, like I don't have to be running around and doing this and this and this. Like, so you were making those things so that you didn't have to kind of like I, deal it with it. It was like me being busy. It was like I'm just going to prove you wrong. Okay. Mm. Type thing. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't take the other where I was going to like just be that person. It was like, oh, I'm going to show you type mm-hmm. thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, that I don't even care now. Yeah. You can be more productive this way. Mm-hmm. This way, you can be more productive when you just I don't care. I'm just going to do what I'm supposed to yeah. do. You, that's much more productive. Yeah. Energy is different. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Definitely. All right. So, what's next for you? I really want this nonprofit to get off the ground. Good. That's my thing. I really like when um I was talking to you. I I want to do ministry. Like I really want to help people that was like me. Whoever um is that outcast or. Going through something that you know, talk dealing to, with. Talk to the camera. Talk to the people. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me put it on you. Let me Like, let me be that talk friend. To, talk to them. Go ahead. Because people be needing somebody to talk to, and I always been blessed with someone to go through. Like, I done went through different phases. I done been on the um, was the other side where I dated women, and I remember being in church and feeling like, why am I like this? Mm-hmm. I remember crying, praying to God to. Get this off of me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. why am I feeling this way about a woman? You know, like, I should not be doing this. I grew up in church. I should not be like this. Yeah. And it used to make me not want to come to church. Okay. Yeah. Because I felt like I was condemning myself. But mm-hmm. then it was like, well, how can I love this person and it be wrong kind of thing? So, you know, kids be going through a lot of that stuff. And I just feel like um, I just want to be there for them through whatever it is. Yeah. Through the abusive relationship, through the I'm dating this girl or dating this guy or I'm a he, they, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because I know I'm one of them people that used to be a fly by night person. You know, I might, I'm Liza this week, Sharina the next week, Sunshine now. (laughs) 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 So, but, and all through, them different transitions, I always met genuine people who just was like, hey, okay, wow. you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. So I feel like kids don't have that now. People are always judging them if they wearing a crop top, if they smoking weed, if they doing this, if they doing that. It's like it's a lot of judgment or just letting them raise themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, we need somebody to talk to. Absolutely. So you're going to be that voice. I would like to be. And that's what this organization is and about. And that's what, yes. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's I'll beautiful. reach. All right. Tell us tell us where, tell us how we can reach you and how can join, how can hook up. Tell us okay, about so. it. Okay. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> right. Um, we closing up. Everything Okay. Perfect. So Perfectly good. Imperfect is on um, Facebook. It's called Perfectly Imperfect Youth Services. Um, we um, are located in the Park Heights community. 
That's where my daycare is, Rising Stars Daycare. And our phone number is 410-493-2778. And that's how you can reach us. Okay. Beautiful. How right. about any website or where can we no, follow you on social media? No, we haven't got a website. It's just um, right now it's on Facebook. Facebook, we have, okay. Yep, Perfectly Imperfect. Good. Okay. That's it? That's it. Thank you so much, Serena. Thank it's you. It's been fun. Thank you, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Look, Sharina came on here like I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I said, no. We. And I'm going to talk about everything. Yeah, oh, my like, God. Like, my family like, going to kill me. Like, no, we're not, <laughs> not going to do that. Everything is safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all good. It's, it's all not, good. Yeah, they all know good. me. They yeah, know me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But it was good. People didn't know that about you. So, no. you know what I'm saying? It helps somebody. You know what? I'm really private. Yeah. I really yeah. don't like to. I mean, I might open up to certain people, You're but right, right. to like be on, yeah, this and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good to be. It's good to be a um a, a well-rounded person, yeah. a person who ever had a, certain experiences in life and could sort of meet a person where they are yeah. because they realize wherever you are, it's just a piece or a part of who you are. Yes. Yes. You yes, get what I'm absolutely. saying? Yeah. And now when you understand that, then you you become a piece mm-hmm. to who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's it's a journey and I and I appreciate everything. Thank you, Shereen. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Next time you want to talk to a friend, I'll be there. <laughs> here we go. You know, I'm a <laughs> all the four letter work. Yeah, here we go. I'll be working on it. I really do, because one of the kids was like, You're cursing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Didn't sorry. My bad. I just got you to see so, yeah, but it's all good. Thanks, Marie. All right, you have any announcements? Um, announcements. We have um 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 Liber, Love Investors Benefit Association. Love Investors Benefit Association. Listen, this year we have an honoree. We have a special honoree. I'm not going to tell you who the honoree is, but this is going to be good. Yes. December the 29th will be our big day of celebration. We're asking everybody to be a blessing and to give, to donate. Join Liber. Join Liber Cash app. Join Liber or go to the website. We're asking everybody to donate $100. Like, yes. what is this for? What is it about? Come on. See, Sharina, Anthony Fleggins, Natalia Moore. Yes. All of us here are business owners. Yes. And all of us needed someone to help us while we were on our journey. Yes. And that's what Libba is. That's what Libba is. That's who we are. All of us needed some kind of help while we were moving forward. Somebody had to be there for us. Somebody had to help us uh, paint a building, Mm -hmm. clean something out, Mm -hmm. remove something. Somebody had to help us with a program. We all needed that help. Mm -hmm. And so what Libby is, Libby saying, hey, we are going to be that help. That financial step and that boost while we are going and Mm -hmm. people are going in the direction of their entrepreneurship. That's who we are, Libby. Love Investors Benefit Association. Association. Love Investors Benefit Association. Our big day is in December the 29th. Mm-hmm. will be our big ball. Yes. It's going to be a beautiful. Our first honoree. We're going to let you know in a couple yes. of weeks who our honoree is. Ooh. It's going to be amazing. amazing. So come out and let's be blessed. You'll hear more about it soon. Yes. And uh, thank God for what God is doing. Absolutely. And I think that's our announcements. We in church, but y'all go to the court vision to get all our church stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, y'all know who we are. And then and, they can um, send Donations to the dollar sign. Yeah, uh, join Liber. Yeah, dollar sign join Liber. That's yeah. right. Cash app dollar sign join Liber. You can send your donation, and um, so it can be twenty five dollars for the rest. You know, twenty five dollars September, October, November, December. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You keep, make it keep it simple. Absolutely. You know, let's just be a blessing. And check out the and website. www.joinliber.com. Yes, right? check out. Yes, that's right. Check out the website, and that's it. Okay. Thank you. That's All what right. we got. All right. Bless. Okay. Well, I pray us out, Lord. We thank you, God, for this 
time that we've had here. Thank you, God, for Pastor Anthony said in the voice um, here and what's going forth in your name. I thank you, God, for Sharina, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for perfectly imperfect. Thank you, God, for the vision. God, I thank you, God, for the plans, God, that you have um, for this great business that's coming forth. I pray, God, that something that was said on tonight go forth to bless your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 To those who are listening, real quick, those yep. who are listening um, and they're on Facebook, we are in the interim period. We are still yes. working on it. So the first couple of minutes, we had some buzzing, hanging there with us. Yeah. Uh, the buzzing will go over. Yes, it and, will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just fast forward a little bit and pick up when, you know, country talking about the country. Absolutely. I hope we got that part. Absolutely. I, I think hope. so. If we ain't got it, they can just log on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. It it's available day, on I, Apple available. and Spotify. So yeah. that buzzing should uh, be yeah, it shouldn't be in that. Uh-uh. But if y'all watching, I hope y'all got that part. <laughs> anyway, we got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. That was excellent. Definitely. All right. Definitely. Okay, well, this has been another episode of Pastor Anthony. We did not get to the bet. We want to get to that Oh, next yeah, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, this is your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. Listen, this episode will be available on Tuesday, every Tuesday. Make sure you check out Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere that podcasts are available. We love you, and Thank you for loving us. You really sound like a radio person. (laughs)